So, he is happy to cast Legend Lore on the Draw Mask? Yeah. Okay. He's kind of curious. We, I don't know if we've ever done that. No, we have not. Um, almost disappointingly, mm -hmm. there's not a lot of dirt on it. Mm -hmm. Um, he does inform you it is a a, a, a drow mask. Mm -hmm. Um, it's been around for a few hundred years, and it was made for the um, shadow blades and inquisitors of a, a drow colony mm -hmm. in the east. Okay. And that's really it. Um, the parameters of it, you already know, and he can, he, he can describe that to you, but it's not an artifact of legendary power or importance. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have a phenomenal you know, um, legend mm -hmm. to it. Mm -hmm. It's a very useful device, and again, it, it, it was made for the um, Inquisitors and Shadow Blades of the Drow um, of East. Oh, East. I yeah. I thought that was confusing. Yes. East. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, we know it's been around for a few hundred years. That's yep. something new. And also the Shadow Blades and Inquisitors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And East, I guess that's also. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All those things! No! So, mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting, like, you know, a, a whole hell of a lot. I was just, like, surprised when um, Commodore Guff or whoever it was, mm -hmm. did, like, cast that on my book and actually was able to pull up, oh, this guy. I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't know that. It, I didn't even realize that was kind of legendary in terms of its stuff. So, that yes. was interesting. Yes. You know, and I personally like the Legend Lore spell. I think, mm -hmm. by definition, it mm -hmm. needs to be a, an artifact of legendary importance. Mm -hmm. I kind of treat it as a really amped up, um, like, identify. Sure. Mm -hmm. Like, it will identify some of us. So, and the book being, in a sense, the, your little journal from, from um, Calrel Cal is an, an artifact of importance from a thousand years ago, like mm -hmm. 1,000 500 or so years ago, you know, mm -hmm. so in many ways it is a thing. So, yes, that, that it totally makes sense why you would do it on the mm -hmm. mask, and uh, especially because of just it's like seemingly limitless power, yes, which yeah, which is what mostly I was like, what the fuck is up with that? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's definitely a powerful item. Mm -hmm. Um, it just it, it, it was crafted. It the thing is, hundreds of years ago, sounds like, like a lot, then you realize that's. That's less than a, an elven um, mm -hmm. life. Whoever made this might still they're exist. Maybe mm -hmm. over but there. But since they're drow, mm -hmm. assuming that their physiology is similar to a normal like water high elf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So interesting. That's that. That's it. Mm -hmm. Not anything too phenomenally interesting. Also okay. going to insight Eklund. Okay. Seven plus insight, which is probably five, which is uh, twelve. <coughs> okay. Mm-hmm. As far as, you, as far as you can tell, he's shooting straight. Cool. <coughs> yep, that is all I wanted to do on that one. So. Okay, very good. <coughs> Check. Check. All right. Anything else you would like to do in Shea Caradol before you head off to Heimat? 
just out of curiosity, since I have somewhat of a rapport, I mean, while not immediately, you know, near the end, as you were saying, mm -hmm. if I was making stuff for them, would anybody have the capability of teaching me how to make the Ogre's Bloom stuff? They would, and they would be more willing to share with you, but it would take a, a few weeks. Mm -hmm. At least a couple of weeks um, to, to to really show you the you know mm -hmm. precision. Um, it's it's the sort of thing as the they'll, they'll say you know books can only take you so mm -hmm. so far, but they'd be happy to share with you the um, like they'll verbally describe it to you, mm -hmm. um, but they don't even have any themselves to to make. So you have a verbal description of the process. Mm -hmm. Not really enough to to even get you get you started, but they mm -hmm. welcome you to come back and and if you want to spend a couple of weeks with at least with them, they mm -hmm. will teach you. Okay, because I also have five ochres bloom, not the oil, but the bloom itself. Oh, and oh. I, I just have no idea how to use it. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. again, then that. they they'll they'll mm -hmm. say yeah, they will say that if you want to come back, they also be um will be be willing to buy it off of you if you wanted to, to mm -hmm. sell it to them. Not that they're not going to be pushy about, yeah. about it, but about this? it if, is very hard to find. If I have time, I'll come back, and as payment for them teaching me, I'll let them use that for their efforts. Very good. So, you yeah. know, so like an incentive to like, show me how to make it, and you can have the results of the, the product. Perfect. So, yep. I'll write that down as a possibility for coming back. Mm-hmm. In case it happens, where's my marker? There it is. Thank you very much for the cheese crackers and lingonberry. No problem. I just thought there might be a nice to have a little something to munch on while we're doing stuff. Yes. Well, and the thing is, mm -hmm. they, they as you said, there's no way that they would have said yes to you unless. But you spent many hours helping mm -hmm. them make stuff and taking the lead on some things because mm -hmm. you're better than most of them would would, would be on crafting things. So, mm -hmm. um, based on and your natural twenty charisma check, mm -hmm. all that comes into them being much more open with with you. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, cool. bit of a rapport and mm -hmm. small friendships there um, could come back it, again if, if you have time this would yep, be a place to learn that yep so if I if I do I'll come back for it okay otherwise that's I think all the business I wanted to take care of there okay mm -hmm. oh you didn't happen to I, I assume not probably because I didn't ask you to uh, wouldn't have happened to peck the uh, glove sheet off of Rachel would you yeah I did not it's okay Sorry. I didn't think to ask you until you were on the way I was like ah. I, I, I did not. Mm -hmm. I'll get it next time. I just wasn't sure if that, what the wording on that was. So mm -hmm. I'll figure it out the next session. So, assuming that I remember. Otherwise it'll stay in her binder forever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Okay. Yep. So I'm good in shake here, I think, until I go off to Hyamont. Okay. And, and then in Hyamont, I know that you um, went to, to, um, to Al. Mm -hmm. I did have Cleo roll mm -hmm. to see <coughs> if Al was... Successful. successful. 
he didn't even need advantage. His first roll was an 18 plus Al's stuff. So he, he, you are now. I assume that you mm-hmm. just took this big fucking axe and you just, oh boy, dragged it over to your um heap to the so yeah. um Earth's Earth's room in the um, mm-hmm. guild hall will have this beautiful pristine mm-hmm. dragon slang and giant slang axe. Yeah, you wanted the axe. Right. Yes, I believe he wanted to ask for him, so I'll have to yeah. combine those sheets for him. But so yes, that was successful. Nice. You, you you did that. You also wanted Amal to to combine your stabs. Yes. Um, so I helped him. With and that. you rolled for that. I think think mm-hmm. already. Yep. So that was successful. You have that. Mm-hmm. Um, would cost gold, which you could go to to, to the bank, mm-hmm. get that for him, and then you know that you'll end up. Making that back mm-hmm. up because you sold uh what, what did you sell glasses? Yes, yeah. you sold the glasses mm-hmm. when you got back to, to the court city. So we can just make that a wash right there. So you have mm-hmm. your staff. Um, it's funny because you have this you know like gnarled um wooden staff like like the flowers on on top and and, and the, the roots on bottom the um yeah. the staff of flowers. The only real change in it now is if you look at the um knots mm-hmm. along it and you look at the grain of, of the wood mm-hmm. you can actually kind of see the like people like the faces mm-hmm. sort of there it's not anything thing that's super like super mm-hmm. blatant but if you know what you're looking for you can kind of see it even though it has taken the form of the staff of flowers mm-hmm. there's still a bit of reminiscence of mm-hmm. the um, of the other, the other staff in that's there kind of fun. yes absolutely so mm-hmm. you can now consider them this strange. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of weird. You were walking off a while. You're like, this, this, this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change the way that this staff looks. Yeah, and I don't like it aesthetically. Yes. I just kind of folded this one up and then did this. Perfection. So there we go. Perfect. Okay. Bueno. Oh, she probably has to do that. And I believe you were helping Al. Yes. So do I was, that. I was busy most of the time. Yes. There you go. Here's that. Let's just modify this. So we're making a whole new one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to be convenient to be able to see, like my friends. Yep. <laughs> I put it in the pitch black. Uh, anywhere. <laughs> It's kind of funny. I'm actually crossing off almost everything on this. <laughs> yep. At the end of the day, these are just... Um, see in the dark. See in the dark. There you go. Yours. <laughs> Yay! Redacted. 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 We just, we just redacted 90% of that, that thing. But, yeah. yeah. So you sold those in the court city, and you get um, normal goggles, which you can see in, in, in dark vision. Perfect. Which is very useful. In general. Oh yeah, absolutely. That'd be very. It'd be very helpful not to have that as retinas. And it's convenient that it that you uh, sold your other ones mm-hmm. and net you gained three thousand three thousand gold, which is what you you um had to, to, to give Al. So yeah, all sudden done. You it's a wash. Yeah. Yeah, I assume Al doesn't have any uh, other like ritual based first level. I mean, things that I could add to my spell book for like sc- spell scrolls that he's selling, right? He hasn't had any time yeah. to make scrolls, and he hasn't really had any, any time or need to get more stock in. Mm-hmm. So whatever he had previously... So I probably would have bought it if I was there previously. Yeah, I, I imagine you would. Um, mm-hmm. Let me just take a look quick. Mm-hmm. 
Fisher Yeah, he has uh, his scrolls right now. Yeah, you, yeah, you good. You got the unseen servant one. He's got a scroll of blur, a scroll of blight. I think that's, yeah, that's it for scrolls right now. Okay, fine. Does trinkets and truncheons have anything? Let's see. Oh, yeah, trinkets and truncheons. I forgot about them. They have a scroll of spiritual weapon, a scroll of lightning bolt. But that's it for scrolls there as well. Okay. Yeah, I'm big. He does actually. He has something that you might be interested in these, mm -hmm. these days. Um, he has an an enduring spell book, hmm. which means a, a spell book that cannot be damaged by fire or water. Hmm. If you wanted to transcribe all your stuff over there, it costs a thousand gold. I don't know. I'm not saying it's worth it by any mm -hmm. means, but he has eight beads of nourishment, um, which ten to ten gold each, and each one bead equals food for a day. Mm -hmm. It's like a good berry. Yes. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, uh, most of the stuff there, um, you know, pole of, of, of angling, uh, fishing pole, <laughs> mm -hmm. 50, gold, 50 gold, and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. The Enduring Book actually is interesting. Just because I was, you know, we haven't so far worried too much about, like, water and fire and stuff for it. But at the same time, you know, we might very well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Norwin might do that. So I guess I'll have to get a thousand gold from the buying. Mm -hmm. So I'll make note of that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which, actually, do I do have a reason for that. Very good. Because the other reason is if I go to back to the court city and I go to the... I have a palanium mm -hmm. or something, wherever the, the, the school is. Yep. I might then, since that is something of importance, I might then see if they would be interested in it. In Calrell's In Calrell's book. book. Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Since I wouldn't need it after the transposition. Mm -hmm. And then that, since, you know, it would be like a show of good faith then, because it's a legendary kind of book. Sure. No, absolutely. It's, mm -hmm. it's <clears throat> history. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have your marker, your dry erase marker? Yeah. Perfect. I'll just it's not like the best dry erase marker, but it hopefully will get the job done. Yeah, just something to indicate visually here. Mm -hmm. Okay. There you go. Cool. There's, he also has a staff of bird calls yeah. that can create a raven's call, a duck quack, a ch chicken cluck, a goose's honk, a loon call, a turkey go gobble, or, or an, an owl's hoot. No one can also do that. Yeah, no one can also <laughs> do that, and you, your staff is, is already... Okay. Hard enough, but I, I just noticed that, and I was like, that's, that's, kind, kind, of that's kind of funny. That is fun, though. He does have a potion of animal friendship, oh. which is 400 gold. Mm -hmm. It's a muddy liquid, uh, um, and as you as he shakes it, um, as you see like a fish scale, a hummingbird tongue, a cat's claw, and a squirrel hair mm -hmm. sort of in there. Um, but again, you can talk animals, so... Yeah, yeah there's really not a huge amount... Um, yeah. Else there, that would be interesting to you. The party covers too badly. Right, 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 right. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. There you go. All right, that makes sense. And I think you said that you were helping. Um, you were helping Al with that, mm -hmm. and that would be common, common, uncommon, rare, very rare. So that take would take you five days, mm -hmm. where a lot of what you're doing is that. So that yep. that helps accelerate things. So I think we're like eight days in now yeah. from where we left off previously. Yeah, I think it was like the nineteenth of Yes. Stay. So Norman would go to the bridge, 
Okay. At some point, and uh, would try to find that potion seller that potion seller the potion seller mm-hmm. that Earth always goes to. Okay. And see if Earth's speed potions are ready. Nope. Okay. Yes, the, the, the potion takes time. The potion takes time. Look, the the potion is of is of speed. It does not make it, it a speedy potion to make by any means. Oh no, I'm quite aware of that. I just uh, you see, he's nervous because every time Earth comes, he shakes a big dwarven fist in his face. He better have that potion done next time I come here. Yeah, don't worry. He doesn't know yet. He'll be coming soon. Though. It should be done in in a month's time or so. Okay. Sure, sure. Just, wanted to, just wanted to check base with that. Don't, don't worry. Of course, of course. It's, uh, okay, most time. So he probably has it written down in here, honestly. Or at least on his own, like, simply do. Yes. Okay. So then I won't be concerned. Because Norman just didn't know what that was, but he's like, oh, if I'm going to be in high mod anyway, I don't know if Earth's coming back, so I'll come pick it up. So, great. And you, um... Yes, and you want it. Uh, of course, I assume you'll be staying at your at the yeah. build hall. Uh, check checking in on, on folks. Yep. Everyone is there. Um, everyone's doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, grim. So I, I guess the things of particular interest or mm-hmm. importance would be the following. Um, grim has been spending, as you asked him to, a good amount of time with um, Inigo. Okay. And Grimm and Emlyn um, would inform you that um, Inigo has developed some poor habits. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's taken to drinking mm-hmm. quite, hev- quite heavily, and he'll be gone for entire mm-hmm. nights and come back the next day smelling of husk. Um, Grim's spending time with him and the thing with Ego is he seems happy he seems fine he is mostly good he's he's healed up completely now at this point in time he looks great he's getting meat on his bones um, the ring did, did wonders being around friends seems to be good for him mm-hmm. but he you know so you wouldn't know Mm-hmm. Seeing him, he's yeah, uh, my friend. Uh, where is uh, Raphael? And you know, Shewell, he's, he's, he's here with the orcs, with the orcs. I mm-hmm. <coughs> hope he does not ask, ask me to join him on, on that. <laughs> but behind the scenes, um, they would let you know that they're working on it, but he's developing poor habits uh, as coping mechanisms for very bad times that he, he had. Mm-hmm. Right, makes sense. So, yeah, I'd pick up the ring then if he didn't need it anymore. Yep, you know, he'd happily hand mm-hmm. it over. Okay. I don't have that either. That's yeah, so okay. <laughs> That'll be somewhere. That's okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I want to do with him to, like, to redirect some energy. Because he doesn't necessarily want to do mercenary work, perhaps. Maybe he does. Um, what do I with that information? Yeah, I don't know. No one doesn't know much about an ego. Um, I wonder if he has any, like, uh, skill in the kitchen. So I'm wondering if he could help Gwei, if maybe that would give him something to do. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, would add, I would, like, at least, 
engage Anikam and ask if he has any interest in maybe doing some kitchen work, you know, with Quay or something. Uh, he would say anything that uh, keeps keeps his mind occupied. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can introduce him to um, Gui, who's mm-hmm. who's happy to to, to have help. Mm-hmm. Gui's restaurant mm-hmm. is open, mm-hmm. and businesses. Good. It's a pretty small place, pretty mm-hmm. um, intimate, uh, which means he can charge more, mm-hmm. and uh, he's making coin. Uh, um, you know, there's still a lot he has to make to make up for an investment. Restaurants mm-hmm. don't make money back for years, but he's mm-hmm. definitely keeping busy and is happy for the help. Um, mm-hmm. The the kids are are doing well. Um, Bet has sort of taken an um, older sister sort of up approach mm-hmm. with them and uh, is is mm-hmm. training them on sword stuff mostly but mm-hmm. um, she is get, she is getting trained by um, oh my god I want to say Laverne I know it's not Laverne <laughs> Lorraine? yes thank, mm-hmm. th- th- thank you Lorraine mm-hmm. I was like I knew it's close but it's not Laverne I've been mm-hmm. I'm watching uh, Scrubs again or oh, listening sure. to the Scrubs podcast like Laverne mm-hmm. it's not Laverne. Um, yes, so mm-hmm. Lorraine is keeping a very tight ship. Um, Lorraine has sort of taken to training David. Mm-hmm. Um, ew. Yeah, ew. <laughs> uh, and Bet. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bet has taken to training the kids. Mm-hmm. So, you know, ju- just they, they are keeping busy. Not everybody stays here all mm-hmm. of the time. Many of them ha- have their their own homes, but they, they do spend um, nights here here mm-hmm. if, if they're on watch. Learning keeps tight watch. They're like, why do we have to keep watch here? Mm-hmm. Like, nothing's com- coming here because that's what you're getting paid for, <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's part of being in a guild. So yes. the, there's always at least two people on watch together at any given time mm-hmm. throughout the night. It just takes shifts. Mm-hmm. So Lorraine keeps a pretty tight ship. Um, Emlyn is keeping as busy as he can. He seems thrilled that you're back. He mm-hmm. seems bored without having, mm-hmm. you know, he kind of thought that he'd be here and like always, you know, tending to you folk. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of, you guys don't have a lot of news or missives coming to you you yet. Mm-hmm. Yet, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are two two people here. Mm-hmm. That you have only met once be- be- before, Ka- yes. Cassius and Sindris mm-hmm. are indeed here. Mm-hmm. That would be probably the other major um, interesting mm-hmm. point for you. Besides um, Kikwa, I guess I'll go to um, Kikwa quick. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> Kikwa's doing quite well. He's thriving here. Mm-hmm. Um, he is going. He forges. He finds food mm-hmm. for himself mostly. He helps. Um, Gui by mm-hmm. bringing him, you know, roots and wild, mm-hmm. you know, carrots and parsnips and whatnot. Occasionally finds the um, magical amur, but he saves them now. Now he doesn't have a need to sell them. He seems to be saving them them, them up as much as as he can. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he is saying that he would tell you flat out. He's he wants to learn um, mm-hmm. more, and he's trying to tend to the gardens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not super great, great mm-hmm. yet, but t- tending to what you planted. Mm-hmm. So Kikwa's keeping himself quite mm-hmm. quite busy between foraging and tending to the gardens. Um, mm-hmm. He's developed a, a good friendship friendship with um, Dusa, mm-hmm. your um, oh, yep. maid there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, mm-hmm. you're very good, not maid. 
housekeeper. Yeah. Um, I don't think of the word either. Yes. So as mm-hmm. she you know goes around and is tending to to the gardens, and mm-hmm. Emlyn is chopping wood for the uh, for the fires, mm-hmm. Kikwa can often be be seen watching and helping in small ways. Whereas mm-hmm. Emlyn's going to be be the one chopping chopping wood. Kikwa will, will will go into the nearby forest and bring back a kindling mm-hmm. for it. So. He's finding his own work here and seems quite con- content and happy. Mm-hmm. Still living in what used to be the, the um, small chapel in, in, the, in the back and seems to just be living his best lizard life right now. Um, cool. Not in his cave, uh, off mm-hmm. in the distance. He, he seems quite content here. Good, good. Well, he's um, like, and this, you know, got a guards watching <coughs> now and yes. before. So, yeah. Uh, Cassius and Sindras would be the two new pea mm-hmm. people um, there. And um, Cassius would, you know, they have been staying here. Mm-hmm. They've been sleeping here for uh, a week now or so. Um, mm-hmm. And I've asked, they would ask you, well, what's, 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 the, the, what's the, the job? What's our deal? What do we do? What mm-hmm. should we go and do? Do you have a mission for us? Are we the only people here? <laughs> At the moment, yes. So Ophel will probably have more ideas in his head about what he wants you to do in the long haul. In the short term, I think I'm going to have some communications with the uh, captain of the guard and see if we can start building a rapport with the city, perhaps. Maybe have them send some odd jobs over here that you two can take on as you see fit for, you know, helping out some of the townspeople, you know, missionary work, stuff like that. Or not generic, but third, mercenary work, mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know, protecting some cars or something. You know, trying to keep it within the kind of general area of the city, and if you go out for an extended period of time, just let uh, Emlyn know. And, right. you know, and so that we, if we come back, we can, like, kind of ascertain where you are in case we have something bigger for you. Sure. Are we allowed to uh, find our own work then if we go into the city? Uh, are we allowed to. to find our own work is this I'm not sure what the rules are of your guild hall seems pretty loosey-goosey at, at the moment it is kind of loosey-goosey so we're kind of working that out I mean I would say yes you're allowed to go out and, and do your work in the city maybe maybe under the the kind of banner of the great walkers of course and so you are able to then you know it will Anaxorian and Ophaya will have ideas for, like, the actual structure of it, but I mean, obviously you're here, and while you can stay here, of course, I understand you'll probably want to do some work and stuff. Well, good to make coin. <coughs> exactly. <laughs> we, we spent what we had to get here, mm-hmm. uh, bit of a bit, bit of a trek, and now we're, we enjoyed the, uh, my sister and, and I enjoyed our, our downtime, but, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're ready to get out there and make some more coin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Norman would also go to the bank then and give them each, like, ten platinum, I think. Okay. So they'd each, you know, they'd have some stipend to, like, start off. On. Very good, very good. And so that'd be, like, 200 gold, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. They're okay. happy to accept, and uh, they were essentially waiting. They were taking a little vacation here, mm-hmm. but they've gone to the city here and there, but they didn't want to take jobs unless, until they mm-hmm. talked with, with one of, of you guys specifically, mm-hmm. or, or for you, since you're the two that they actually know. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So. And you know, obviously, this is subject to change as uh, so things move around a bit. But you know, obviously, we want to make sure you're able to make it meet 
course. Make coin. That's why you're here. That's why we're here, making a coin, and mm-hmm. if we can do so under the banner of the great new up-and-coming Great Walkers, then uh, even even better for all you, right? Yeah, perfect. Perfect. I did see something about about Griffin Nest. She, she said yes. We, that seems to be a, a good place to start business. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Maybe we'll maybe we will head into the city and see if we can steal that job before anybody else. Good idea. So Norwin would uh, teach them how to steep morning bloom tea leaves, like prepared stuff, and would give each of them one, and so that they would have those for their journey. Very good. So, just to make sure that you're staying safe. Well, happily, except. Kind of quiet taste, but hopefully you like it. Mm-hmm. Tea's not quite my thing, but if you say that it, if you say that it'll it'll soothe muscles, then I'm not one to turn it down. Yes. Exactly. So. Okay. They all mm-hmm. armor up and make their make their way into t- town. Uh, there's apparently a mm-hmm. b- um, bulletin. A uh, uh, a. Fiercely protective griffin nest, mm-hmm. uh, or mother griffin protecting her, her nest. Um, eggs have been seen, and griffin eggs go for an enormous amount of mm-hmm. money to the right people. So, uh, finding mm-hmm. a uh, that would be the work that they're looking at right now. It seems like mm-hmm. the mother has killed a, a good number of people that have gotten too too close. No one probably knows that griffins fall into the category of, like, a monstrosity or something. Yes. And so he would assume that a, uh, a scroll of animal friendship wouldn't help, correct? Probably not. Let me take a look. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it just, like, casts, you know, animal friendship or something. Let's see. Potion of animal friendship. You can cast animal friendship spell. Mm-hmm. For one hour at will. Here, does animal friendship work on monstrosities? Right there. It does not put the creature on your side. It only a beast. Yeah, so, that's what I thought. Yep. Mm-hmm. So probably not. Yeah, and you know, it's it's definitely one of those times where, like, it's one of those tough moments where, like, we'll just leave her alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, like, don't go poking the, the bear. Yeah. Um, but you also know that, you know, you've seen a good number of griffins in the um, court city. Mm-hmm. Um, they are used as deeds in the military territory, as transport, so on and so forth. So you, you can definitely understand that the, the eggs would be worth a tremendous amount, though there is some, it's a bit of a bummer perhaps to think about. Remind me, do either of them have the ability of casting some sort of spells? I believe Sindris is an arcane um, trickster. Okay. So, Rogue, so um, she can cast basic wizard spells. Okay, well, probably good fucking luck with this. Uh, I'd ask if they would like to take a good berry spell scroll with them. I mean, it's druid and ranger, so it probably wouldn't help them much. They might fuck it up, or it might save their life. Who knows if they're hungry. Yeah, they'll accept. So, yeah. Worst case scenario, they can sell it, I guess. 
Yeah. And then they all accept any gifts you wish to yeah. give them. Yeah, just trying to keep a good rapport with them. Of course, yeah. No, there. And then Norman would go into town and talk to the captain of the guard, that guy who came to the party. Uh, the sheriff, Cario mm-hmm. uh, <coughs> Roland. Yes. Yeah. You meet him, chat with, with him, um, express maybe there's you know, work work that, that, that can be mm-hmm. done here. Uh, Sanders and Cassius, uh, he would be... Uh, part of him is reluctant to give any work mm-hmm. to this. On the other hand, he's like, well, this is exactly what would be good for you guys, for people like you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and as, as long as the um, threat... Because the thing with a griffin, a, a hungry mother griffin flying mm-hmm. around is uh, she hunts and will take like, like um, livestock and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it is a menace that needs to be dealt with. So um, he ha- happily... Ultimately, your conversation with him would go pretty well, mm-hmm. and he would look to the, 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 the grave walkers for simple tasks and mm-hmm. duties, and uh, will yeah. officially yeah, so give that um, mission to Sintris mm-hmm. and Tashus. Yeah, it's like as a show of good faith, like, yep. you know, back and forth, you know, we're trying to work within your parameters. You know, Norman's yes. trying to basically diplomacy yep. this. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a awkward convo at first, but then mm-hmm. it ends up being, uh, much like your time with the, uh, with the, uh, with the, the healers in mm-hmm. shape, it begins with a little bit awkward and then ends up being, okay, this can work out. Mm-hmm. So thank you for, for, for coming to me first. And hopefully we have more collaborative work mm-hmm. than counter each other. Exactly. And Norwin would show him what both of them look like, just so he's aware of their presence. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Disconcerting. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but this is what they look like, just so you know. Very good. So, if there's any problems, just let us know. Because we're not necessarily always around, but... Uh, and I'll also say that our... our um, what's Emily's actual job? Uh, steward. Steward. Our steward has the means of contact us in case there's an issue. Very good. So, yep, so I do that. Um, then I'd probably also go see Luck of Sun at some point. Yes, Luck of Sun. Mm-hmm. Luck of Sun shop is open. Woo! And he has, uh... Let's see what he has. Let's do some more dice rolls! Woo! Now this is a different place. This is more, um... Tropical here. Yes. So let's see. Nabweed, Nabweed, a lot of water around here. Um, let's give it a straight 50% chance. He has knobweed to spare. 90! Nope. Wow, holy shit. No knobweed. I'm rolling that. He's like nonstop. Yeah. Guys, blush will have a 25% chance. Mm-hmm. There. 45. Nope. Mm-hmm. Wild Ember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mountainside are close by here, actually. So, Wild Ember, let's make it a, a uh, 35% chance here. Mm-hmm. Do not have any of that? Ooh, 34! Look at that! Look at that! Ooh, man, we are, we, are, we are touching touching nips right there. Yeah, exactly. That's close. <laughs> um, let's roll a 1d4. Why don't you go ahead and roll a 1d4 there to see how many uh, wild embers. Two. Two. He has two wild ember. Now, um, Buck of Sun would not have the raw, raw materials. This is what he actually has in prepared Oh, goods. sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, he has two wild ember salves. 
Okay. If you would, would like them. That's yes. eight gold each. Yep, I'll get those. Okay. So that's 16. Do you want embers? That's how he makes his money. Makes sense. Um, okay. Hinter gold uh, found near rivers of tincture is chill, so this, I'm, I'm going to give this only a 15% chance of success, because this just is not the, not the right place environmentally-wise. Mm -hmm. 50. Oh, yeah, I saw this and I was like, wait a minute, what the hell does that mean? Mm -hmm. 50, you're right. So that is not going to happen there. Um, Omen Spa, again, not really the sort of thing that Luck of Sun would be looking in caves, so I'll make that a 10% chance. Mm -hmm. Quite low here. Nope. Morning Bloom, um, considering Luck of Sun is a tabaxi um, from this. Difficult to find the West, but would know exactly where. I'll make this a straight 25% chance. Mm -hmm. 27! <laughs> close, close, close. So close. Um, like, very close. I know. You know, you got got a whip. He 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 has he has one, but it's it's you know it's like it's like his. You know, mm -hmm. it's like oh, his. Yeah. I get it. Um, bark, easy enough. Doesn't really make a lot of ridge bark though. So let's make that a straight a twenty percent chance. Mm -hmm. Zero. That'd be, if you roll then another zero, that'd be a hundred. If it, you roll like a one through nine, it that's would be a one through nine. It would be one through nine. So yeah. that's uh, that would be a success. Yes. Unless you rolled a zero, in which case. Oh, I see. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, yes. Okay, so eight. So yes, um, has some ridge bar. Go ahead and roll a one d four for me. All right, here we go. One. One. Woo! One more ridge bar for you. And that's prepared, right? Yes, prepared. <laughs> Okay. And a prepared ridge bark will cost you uh, three silver. Okay. Uh, three silver. Sav brush, again, colder environments with light snowfall, not so much here, so I'll make this a straight 10% chance also. Okay. I've got this up. I'm just going to take that up immediately. So we need to see double zeros on this to make mm -hmm. it. And Nope. That is ten. That's ten. Plus whatever. That was a dick. That was a dick. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Sabrush just wouldn't wouldn't be so much here. Mm -hmm. Um Bloom, warmer climates with plenty of direct sunlight but moderate rainfall. I'll give this a twenty percent chance here. Okay. It has any of this? Yeah, look at that. Ooh. Look at that. Wow. Okay, roll one d four for me. Okay. And we're going to have whatever whatever you get here. This is very mm -hmm. rare. That's so great. two. Two. Alright. Um, so, two, I even have, I think I have ochre bloom oil. I have two of them. Yes. Uh, two ochre bloom oils, okay. but they cost 50 gold each. Ooh, okay. And if you yeah. recall... I don't remember what um, they do. Yes, he would explain to you ochre bloom oil. Um... So here's what it says, and he, 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 he would explain. Oak, oak bloom is found growing in warm climates with plenty of direct sunlight but, but moderate rainfall. This fickle plant thrives only where nutrients are abundant. Forest clearings and flourishing prairies, the most common location to find oak bloom, named after both the rusty red color of the flower petals and the pale yellow of the pollen. Much like his distant cousin Hintergold, it's actually the pollen of this plant which holds the medicinal properties. The pollen is fickle. The plant does not react well with... Um, Knobweed, 
meaning it must be combined with the sap of a valley's blush stem. Oh, interesting. The, the reward for slowly mixing, boiling, skimming impurities, cooling, and repeating, repeating all this several times is a small amount of oil that can be swallowed in one gulp. This oil has the effect of bolstering physical vitality beyond its normal limits and sharpening the mind to clear focus. Um, he won't tell you how to make it, though. That's, and yeah. he, he won't teach you either. That's like a trade secret. You know, that's yeah, how he makes this stuff here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so it takes an, an action to drink. One hour a- after ingesting provides 4D4 plus 4 temporary HP mm-hmm. for the next 24 hours. An advantage on the next wisdom saving throw made within that same time. Mm, interesting. So it's okay. a one-time advantage on saving throw, and it's temporary HP as opposed to healing. Mm-hmm. Which so, is nice to go above, then. Yeah, exactly. Do you want either of them, one or both? That's just what he has. Uh, doesn't mean you need to buy him. Okay, there you mm-hmm. go. Two ochre boom oils, another 100 yeah. gold. He seems very, very pleased with that. Uh, mm-hmm. That that will... Uh, he's he's very, very pleased with, with that mm-hmm. with that sale. It's very expensive, but he won't go down on price. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means he can basically close down shop and go on, go on vacation for a bit here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'd see if he has just some, like, regular-ass tea for sale or something. Oh, of course. Many, many, many mm-hmm. types of tea. That is predominantly what he sells here. So any any sort of tea that, that Stephen can imagine, he has a wall. Like tea shops, I'm sure you, you frequent. I, 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 I love so seeing them. All those jars over there, mm-hmm. and you just say, how many do you want? And he'll, s- he'll scoop it <laughs> into, you know, into mm-hmm. a, a tin or a... a pouch and then you can just make your own loose leaf tea. Yeah, so I'd probably get some like tea, maybe like a caffeinated one, maybe a decaffeinated one. Sure. You know, kind of like a, a white pomegranate or something. Yeah. Maybe a jasmine. Just you know. mark mm-hmm. off, uh, why don't you mark off two silver okay. for that. I'll mark off two silver for that. Oop, that's the close one. Uh, I'm going to grab some more coffee if you're yeah, okay with that. Yeah, of course. Thank yeah, you. I mean, I got that, that thing for you. Yeah. Yes, I am. I am. Very much appreciating all of your food, uh, doting on me here. No problem. So, yes. And then Norwin might, like, ask if, if Luck of Sun wants to just have tea and just, you know, uh, just have a nice little chat. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Catch Exactly. He um he is from Soldier. Mm-hmm. Though um his family left. Um were actually ran out of mm-hmm. town. Really? Um for stealing. Okay. <laughs> and um Despite the fact that, that most tabaxi are from Suljuk, um, mm-hmm. it is predominantly a, a, a human um, country. Mm-hmm. And uh, his family was poor mm-hmm. and stole. And um, they were ran out of town and made their way through the, you know, uh, they eventually got on a boat and just left soldier entirely mm-hmm. and over the course of m- many years um, they just kind of split up and he was just a you know cub back back then so the fact that he's from there he was only like five or six when, when the family left mm-hmm. so he doesn't really know it 
that that well. But his mother knew all about these plants and, and herbs and stuff. And, and but he's mostly self-taught mm -hmm. on that. And he's the, the only one of his family that he keeps in, in touch with at this moment in time. Mm -hmm. And he knows how to make everything that I know how to make. Mm-hmm. Okay. And more. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Got on, so I don't need to, like, tell him about anything. Yep. So, you know, I might shoot the breeze about, like, you know, process stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's always fun talking shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. In case that's helpful for either of us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think that's it. Anything else I need to do there? Check on Gwei and... See, that's, that's, that's the your question. It's a great, great thing about Romy. He's got mm -hmm. built-in downtime activities left and right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Any other um, major... They, uh, Cassius and Sindris do head out on mm -hmm. their own journey. Um, How far away is that? It's about a, a, a uh, just a two-day, a day-and-a-half trek. So it's, it'll be about four or five mm -hmm. days before before they come back. And I'm not sure if you'll see if you're going to stick around that long mm -hmm. in Haima. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Are they renting horses or anything for that? No, they're, they're just going to trek. Okay. Yeah. They'd like to save their cold. Okay. Mm hmm Yeah. Maybe as they were heading out, Norwin would cast Phantom Steed just so they had, like, you know, a little bit of time. Sure. So, sure. I'll say it gives you an hour, 10 yeah. miles. Absolutely. So they can ride that. Very good. Oh, fwee. Mm-hmm, yeah. Rituals are great. Stoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anything else I want to do in high Remind me, Haimon, is that the one that has the um, district that we went to for the uh, temples? Yes. Okay, let me check in and see how they're doing, basically just see how the rebuild's doing. Mm -hmm. Doing well, you know, timely and, and whatnot. They're on schedule. Mm -hmm. um, you know, much much like how <coughs> the travesty happened at Notre uh, um, Dame. Last year, mm, was mm -hmm. that this year? No, that was last year, right? Yeah, 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 yeah for, for sure. That, that was last year. Those stained glass windows will never truly be replaced, and mending works on pretty small scale. There's no mm -hmm. grand mending or anything out there. Mm -hmm. um, Fabricate. Exactly. I was going to say they do. They do commission Canadius, the master mm -hmm. um, maker, for some help to restore some things. Um, but you know, you just it, it's just one of those, as they will say senseless tragedies mm -hmm. you know but they say that that uh, riots are the voice of the unheard but mm -hmm. I don't I don't know if the voice of destructive cultists deserve to, to, to be heard and, you know it's mm -hmm. just you know you 
just there to have dialogue with them and that's sort of the general gist. Mm-hmm. They're always, they're very concerned. They can't close down the temples that they defeat the whole purpose of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't understand the purpose of violence at all and there's no real leads on any sort of like anything. Mm-hmm. It's just a senseless thing that happened but looting, rioting and de- destruction on the night of, of, a night of Long Shadows and the um, Wild Night uh, mm-hmm. a few months before that are not unheard of by any means. This was just the largest concerted thing that mm-hmm. was very destructive. The, um, the uh, magics made it very, very odd. And they're mm-hmm. worried that this is just, that this is getting worse. Um, mm-hmm. Some might even be of the persuasion that, um, that, that they should crack down harder on these, you know, mm-hmm. delinquents. And, and others say that that's just going to make it worse. There's always going to be more delinquents than there are people that can stop them. Mm-hmm. And the, the harder that you push, the harder that, that they'll push back. So what do you do? What do you do? Are these people unhappy about something? Do they have demands? Mm-hmm. Or is it just senseless violence? Mm-hmm. Unknown. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I was just out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were doing. Okay. Otherwise, I think... tree and into the court city mm-hmm. um, where where would you like, like to stay while in the court city probably um, Mark wants to like okay. as Annie said I don't know at what point Norman would get there versus when Annie got there but uh, so he would go to check to see if she had a room if not he would get a room yeah she does not she's not at um, Mark Wan's folly mm-hmm. at least okay sounds good I should go to the bank because I would have picked up some funding for there from going back to the court city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hard to do much there without having coin in your pocket. Yeah. So, let's see. I have to add up what I got here, and that would have just come straight out of the bank. So, that was 1,000. Lots of easy math. 316 GDP is what I spent there. And then normally withdraw, like, you know, 5,000 or so. And so I'll mark that down. So you have 10 pounds of platinum mm-hmm. on you. Yeah, you can always re put it back once like, if I don't need it. Absolutely. So, this Norman's not like exorbitantly. Wow. Yeah. I was just listening to something to think about how like 5,000 gold is 500 platinum, 50 coins is, is one, one pound. Mm-hmm. 10 pounds of coins. That's, imagine. That's just a, a sack yeah, I just, of platinum you got on you. <laughs> yep, bash. Exactly. It's a sock full of nickels. Yeah, exactly. Quite literally. So, let's see. Considering that I don't immediately get murdered once I come into the city. Um, let's see. So where would I go first? You know, and the convenient thing is if, if you choose to disguise yourself, you have Ultra mm-hmm. Self and your uh, um, cloak yeah. of changing... Uh, yeah, I might go into the city. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. very easy for you to not, let's say, 
unless you're making yourself well known and looking like mm -hmm. looking like yourself, there's almost no chance that anyone's mm -hmm. going to recognize you, even if they did want to, want to, to, to do you harm. So you're pretty confident that between disguising your face and and, and your clothing, mm -hmm. your cloak, you can go and do whatever the hell you want. Yep, we'll do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> Reverse gravity! Ah! <laughs> Why? Why did that old grandma do this to us? <laughs> Hundreds of people fell to their death today. Yes. In the cloud top district. Yep, yeah. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Alright, what do you want to do what with your time in the court city? In my time in court city. So, let's see. First things. Uh, probably go to the Palinaeum as I want to do. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I want to. Yes, there's some research you want to do, I believe. Yeah, there's some research. I want to find some articles by that guy who wrote the um the thing about Saranac. Jevin Irorlis, I believe. Yes. Exactly. So. Yes. The uh, I'm sorry. You wanted to. Find more articles written by the um, your Orlis or like the the, the first article the or first, the second article. The first okay, article. yeah. So mm -hmm. Jevin Ir Ir Orlis. Mm -hmm. Um, you do find some. Um, is there anything you're looking for specifically? Nothing in like super substance or anything. But basically, the idea is to find something that isn't the Saranac story that might have some follow-up questions that no one could ask about. Like, I want to go find the person who wrote that to ask these things. And so that if he's looking for that person, he's not like, I want to know more about the Cyrenaic thing, mm, so it's okay. not as suspicious on that front. Sure, yeah. If mm -hmm. you go back in and, and, and you chat with the same guy that you mm -hmm. were chatting, chatting with before, and you look at the same sort of uh, um, broadsheets before that mm -hmm. um, article... You can find other ones by him, and I won't. I won't get into specifics, but you yeah. can. You can, you know, jot down some interesting mm -hmm. other articles that he he wrote. Yep. So it does cool. seem like shortly, shortly after the Saranac one, mm -hmm. you can't find any more articles by him. Not like immediately, but eventually they just peter I'll off, peter and up. that's that. That's it. Okay. And does the family still have a presence in the city? Yes, the Eorlis family um, is still here. They were members of the 60, but not anymore. They no longer get invites to the Umgala. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Norman might go try to find that household by asking mm -hmm. around. And probably bring, like, a nice bottle of wine or something. Okay. And so he has, like, a kind of good faith effort and just... You know, ask about the the author of you know the, this article that he found because he wanted to do some research about that, and he yes. seemed like a good person to talk to. You would did, uh, go ahead and make an investigation check. Okay, here we go. Ten plus investigation, probably four, so probably fourteen. Investigation, yes. Okay. So, you know, these large family estates are not entirely mm -hmm. hard to um, find. And again, the core city is just weird because you find that, that this family actually actually owns mm -hmm. uh, a chunk of wall. Mm -hmm. That's where oh, okay. they live. It's not like um, Siliria has this estate, you know, mm -hmm. on top of a, plat of a plateau, these huge columns. 
their entire homestead is a good chunk of an inner wall mm-hmm. that's been carved out. So as you are led within and they have you in, in like a sitting room, it's very bizarre because their home is just a long section mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. this. And it's beautifully decorated on the inside, but that is where they live. Um, yeah, it's really fucking bizarre to consider that mm-hmm. they inside of a wall. Their home can't expand outward more than the wall is thick, so it's mm-hmm. just a long section mm-hmm. with various f- f- floors to it. Um, mm-hmm. Some crazy um, ar- architecture here, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would find out, um, in time, you would discover uh, the, the, uh, the matriarch of the Irorless house would inform you that Jevin... Um, has left the city and had left uh, um, the city in many, many years ago now at this mm-hmm. point. And he's been in the Fae States ever ever since, since he um, knows that. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. get too excited about Fae States. Fae States are what mm-hmm. is referred to... Um, let's see here. There's Sunsil, Amersil, and Gatesil. Mm-hmm. And this right here is the Fae Lake, and this mm-hmm. is the Fae Wood. And mm-hmm. the Fae states refer to this city, this city, and this city here. Okay. They are technically, as you would um, <coughs> either know or wish you would explain or, or whatever else, mm-hmm. um, these are technically independent of Sermonea, mm-hmm. even though they are within the landmass of Sermonea, technically. Mm-hmm. So they're technically with, with, within, but separate, um, independent... Oh, sure city-states, essentially, they took after mm-hmm. um, the um, the Valinar city-state mm-hmm. idea. Well, we want to be independent. We don't want to be under the crown. Mm-hmm. So they broke apart mm-hmm. um, in hundreds of years ago mm-hmm. at, the, at this point. And the three of them are independent city-states, like uh, the Valinar city-states. And together, they simply call themselves the Fae states mm-hmm. because they're of their proximity to the Fae um, the Fae Wood and Fae and mm-hmm. Fae Lake. All this talk about Fae is really triggering um, Norwin, but as far as he, he can tell, there's no there's legends about Fae creatures mm-hmm. like probably the wood and the lake got its name like many, many like a thousand years ago or so mm-hmm. from some Fae bullshit that happened there but it's not like, um, as far as you can tell it's not like there's fey creatures running around the woods or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That's simply the name of it. Sort of like how there's a town nearby, you know, called Coon Rapids, but you don't see a lot of raccoons, not more mm-hmm. than normal. Sure. So that's sort of the same type of thing there. Okay. Called the fey states, called the fey, or the fey wood, the fey lake, the fey mm-hmm. states, but it really is just three large cities that are independent of Sermonea. Mm-hmm. But, of course, work with, with them. It's mostly just one of those things like, we don't want to be under you. Mm-hmm. We are our, our own entity. Mm-hmm. That's all. So Jevin went that way. And as far as she knows, he's still working as a... He's working a, a much smaller um, broadsheets over, the, over, over there okay. as, as an investigative reporter. Makes sense. Cool. Also, what day did the, um, the twins leave out for their... Because it was near the time when Norwin finished his staff, he could have cast a uh, wind walk through the necklace on him. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they 
hell, they pro- probably would have been been back then before you even left. If that's mm-hmm. if that's the case, mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. The nineteenth is when I finished the staff, <laughs> and that's like right in that sweet spot. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, they would gladly take up your offer and mm-hmm. zip there and do the job and zip back the mm-hmm. same day. Then, so oh, in, shit, yeah. th- instead of it t- taking them five di- five mm-hmm. days, they'd easily be able to fly there. Um, take care of the the beast and fly mm-hmm. back. Um, yeah. Cool. So that, I guess you'd spend more more time with them <laughs> than with the and they'd be able yep. to find more work. Yep. Cool. Yeah, they are a bit shaken up. Um, the The griffin was tougher than they thought. This was not a normal griffin. Mm-hmm. So you would actually probably spend some time um, healing them. Yeah, they they like say they say that your um, uh, uh, morning bloom was very useful because mm-hmm. Sindra's especially looked really fucked up. Like mm-hmm. she was probably unconscious at one point in, in time. And mm-hmm. Cass- Cassius has just big scars across, across mm-hmm. his face and blood covering his hair. They're like, maybe we'll take an, an, another brief vacation before the, the next mm-hmm. the next mission. And they would just stay in the guild hall now. Yeah. Okay, I'll give them a fourth level bunny to get them up. And if they still were a little screwed up, I'd do a little bit more. Sure. Yeah. There, there. So, yeah. That's yeah. all. Just like, wait a minute. Yeah, no, that's a good good call. Mm-hmm. They'd very much appreciate that. Yeah, gives them a little bit of capability to do a little bit more for a little bit less. So, great. Things away. Uh, goodness me. Goodness me. Yeah, so that's about it for... Um, Jevin Orlis. If you wanted to meet him, you'd have to probably go to the Fey States, yeah. and she doesn't know exactly which city he's yeah. in, just knows that's where he went. And again, that that was like... Years ago. Years, like a decade ago. And she mm-hmm. keeps in touch here and there, but um, mm-hmm. he's very independent and wanted to... Much like how the Fey States wanted to become independent of, Cerem- of, of Cermenea, he wanted to be able to write his own without being under the thumb oh, of Halcidus. Yep, that makes sense. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the... Oh, wait, no, it's it's in Summer Night or something, isn't it? The, yes. Um, yeah, the, the Arcane Congress would be in Summer Night, so, so not, not quite, quite the quite same. Not probably yeah. the opposite direction, really. Yeah, because I thought, like, oh, wait, this little archipelago... No, it's over here. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Well, that's that's an interesting thing. If I were to do it, I'd probably go this way, then this way, then this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... <clears throat> I'll figure that out later. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I, th- I thank her profusely for time. And, of course, uh, of course. Yep, and then I will go off on my business, but that gives me something to know about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, then I'm probably, after that, at some point, go to check out the... Um, See if Commodore Guff got my message. I think it's Commodore Guff. I don't remember. Yes, you're right. Um, if he had got my message about, you know, at, at his at the Palinade, to see if he's anywhere around, or if yeah, I have to go down to Summer Night in order to talk to him. Yes, um, they will say that they gave the message to mm-hmm. his assistant mm-hmm. that is here, and they don't know if he's back. He hasn't mm-hmm. been around in a while, but uh, I'm sure as soon as he gets the, the mm-hmm. message, he'll reach out to you. Makes sense. That's right. Like, don't call, don't 
call him, he'll call you, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yep, for sure. Mm-hmm. Just thought I'd check on mm-hmm. that. In which case, they keep their spell stuff very under lock and key. Yeah, unless you mm-hmm. want to uh, attend the, the Morgrave University. Yeah. And if I went to, like, Morgrave University, I'd be, like, enrolling as a freshman. Yeah, yeah, you'd yeah, mm-hmm. be. I mean, they, yeah. you could, you could... <laughs> you know, take tests and move up and all that sort of stuff. But it, it, it would be a Norman goes to, goes to school yeah. type, type thing. Yeah, and honestly, it wouldn't even necessarily be Norwin just, like, you know, tests out of everything because it's arcane. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, divine. So right. it would actually be different for me. And that would be kind of threaten, like, putting me into a wizard track, um, which would be interesting. So I guess in the meantime, um, I might see if there are any... Like, it does... Based on what I remember for when we visited with Eskel, uh, when we went to the Temple of Dolgorn, I want to say, when they were just doing the, the fighting mm-hmm. stuff, I might see if there's a temple around for that to see if there's anybody who's fighting in, like, a barehanded style, or if there's any research in the Palinam about just people who tend to, like, you know, do punches and, and, and stuff, like Taekwondo, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Um... Go ahead and make an investigation check at advantage. Okay. Plus four. Three. Natural hey! 20. Look at you. Look at this. Maybe it's your place. <laughs> so my place is just evil, man. <laughs> yeah. um, 24. Yes. You actually, um, you ask for a bit of, of, of help in the Palindam would be mm-hmm. the, the best place to, to ask for this, really. Um, and you're bumming around, look, looking, they bring, bring you some, you know, books and, you know, some old scrolls and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And you would, what the natural 20, 24, you would learn that, um, monks mm-hmm. typically, um, are, are the sort that have mastered these martial arts and they can harness this internal energy of themselves mm-hmm. that they call key. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you would learn a lot of what Stephen knows about mm-hmm. monks. Sure. Um, most of them practice in uh, Siljuk mm-hmm. is actually the the highest concentration uh, of mm-hmm. monks and these sort of martial arts. However, there are monasteries all over mm-hmm. the the place. Usually reclusive. Usually. Um, living simple lifestyles and transcribing knowledge throughout the ages mm-hmm. and just believing in purifying their body, their minds, and their souls. Mm-hmm. As far as specific um, um, hand-to-hand martial, martial arts, it is said that there are as many types of martial arts as there are monasteries in the world. Mm-hmm. And that number is not really no, not even in this um, mm-hmm. tome that you, you're reading right now, but estimated at least a couple dozen, mm-hmm. at least that, that amount. That's just what this author mm-hmm. specifically knows about. And it seems like they, they, like I said, there's as many different types of martial arts as there are these monsters. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that's mm-hmm. basically what you would know. You would learn with that big role. You would you would learn that this this key is a a ferocious and formidable force. Mm-hmm. It allows them to to jump vast 
distances, to, to fall <coughs> hundreds of feet mm-hmm. unscathed, to run directly up walls, to skip ac- across water, mm-hmm. sometimes even to, to jump from one place to the next through space itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most terrifying of these is the ability to, to strike a pressure point, infuse them with their key, another creek and another creature, and lock its body in 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 place. Mm-hmm. By far the most formidable power is this is a is a quivering palm mm-hmm. technique that they that they can truly essentially there are um, stories of a grand master monk being able to explode the heart from somebody from vast distances apart. Mm-hmm. How much of this is true, especially that mm-hmm. that um, latter part is only, he's never seen it, yeah. it's only told in, in stories, but there's definitely, definitely well-known documentation of all of these other physical feats that monks can um, do. Mm-hmm. And, and Norwin would be quite, you know, his brain mm-hmm. would be quite triggered by things like stunning and mm-hmm. the qu- quickness of motion mm-hmm. and, and, and all that. And, uh, would seem quite clear at this point in time that this crow figure, the traveler, whatever you wish to call, mm-hmm. call him, would be very well trained in these monk arts. Okay, interesting. And is there, probably not, but is there any like monasteries near or in the court city that mm-hmm. I can know of? Not that you mm-hmm. know of here. Okay. It seems the closest one actually would probably be, again, with a nat 20. The closest one you would know of would probably be in the Green Peak Mountains. Mm, no, probably not, actually. Yeah, no, actually, pro- probably in the Green Peak Mountains. Green Peak Mountains. It's going to be up Look at that correctly, yes. Hmm? Closer to, I am yeah. not. Right near Heimat. Or so actually. Wouldn't actually, ironically. So. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Otherwise, there's a larger um, soldier, but by the way, in case I've never shown you on a map, is this. Mm-hmm. Way, oh, the, way the fuck over, over there. there. Way over okay. there. That, that's why when they say distant soldier, they, they, mean they really mean distant fucking soldier. Yeah, distant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and this is where there's there's you know a dozen or, or so mm-hmm. j- just here alone. The other ones dotted about mm-hmm. here and there. But again, mostly sec- secretive, mostly keep to themselves. And a monastery might have a couple dozen people there. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. Interesting. Uh, great. So that is the information I wanted to know. Basically, I just wanted to have Norwin like look up some stuff, and so it's not like Stephen trying to metagame too much. Yeah, of course. And, and I'm still not gonna use like what I know about the like shadow stuff or anything. Right. But you know, just to like have just even to throw out the word monk in there. Of course. Like Norwin's like, I've never seen anybody fight with fists that hard. No, it's super flavorful to have this downtime mm-hmm. to research and to know that that um, mm-hmm. stuff. It also, I, 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 um, you and I were talking on, on Friday how how. Now that your backstory has come out and mm-hmm. now these memories stuff, it, it actually, it's cool because it's like a in-game rationale mm-hmm. for Steven's knowledge of 
D&D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Norwin might not know that a Hydra is, you know, weak against against fire. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to not use that knowledge in mm-hmm. times. And the fact that, you know, that you would probably have memories in 600 years of exi- of existence, maybe the court That's Seltar. That's his life, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, 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 not, it's, it's not carte blanche, like, oh, go, go ahead and use all of your yeah. knowledge. But it's kind of cool that it helps inform, like, Stephen's vast amount of D&D and mm-hmm. knowledge. Um, yeah, no, it's kind of it's kind of cool. It's like yeah, feel feel free to use that stuff. But mm-hmm. I do like very much the fact that you're doing this research here mm-hmm. to help inform um, things like what is a monk? I've mean, never heard of a monk before. Like a mm-hmm. monkey? Mm-hmm. I can become a monkey. Mm-hmm. What is a monk? Mm-hmm. Half a monkey? Yeah. Now well, you know. Be a fun trip when I pick up pick up Earth. Maybe we can go down to the Green Mountain, Green Top Mountain. Uh, monastery Green Peak Mountain. Yeah. Green Peak Mountain and then oh, we'll see if he's interested in doing that before we go over to Soljuk mm-hmm. before we go to Soljuk yeah I was going to say oh, is, that, is, that, is that where you're going <laughs> yeah we're going, to, we're going to Soljuk I know all the trees there right yeah Yeah. Yep. exactly okay cool um, I know maybe something slightly okay is there any I'm not exactly sure about this because obviously it operates differently than the um, the host. Is there any um, like temples of the Undying Court? Or yes, okay. In the court city, mm-hmm. <coughs> for sure. Every religion that exists will have temples here. So mm-hmm. if you look around, you will find places where where elves, but not just elves. I mean, mm-hmm. even even humans, athlings, gnomes, even some dwarves will worship. You know, mm-hmm. the, the Undying Court for whatever reason they've been they've been touched by that or. Mm-hmm. You know, there's many reasons why somebody might worship something, mm-hmm. but by far and above, ninety percent are 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 elves. Mm-hmm. And maybe, <coughs> yeah, so no one would probably go to a temple of the Undying Court and just you know sit in on a few sermons or something, and you know maybe chat with one of the the priests just about like the whole, just the whole deal, just trying to get sure. as much like information about it as possible to kind of like. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, RP or anything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you, you know, so desire. But it's, um, it's, it's more just as, like, a mental lubrication yep. for that whole, like, you know, elfing process. Elfing. El- the elfening. The, the elfening. The elfening. Yeah. Um, exactly. You know, y- you guys know a good amount of the Sovereign Hosts at this, the, this point in time. Mm-hmm. You know a good amount of the um, Silver of Flame and their beliefs and mm-hmm. how they... Are similar to and quite different from, from the Sovereign mm-hmm. Host, um, Starry Lady. You you know a bit a bit about that. Comes the Undying Court. Really, their their entire religion, mm-hmm. believe it or not, is based around um, the idea of elders mm-hmm. and ancestral knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, you find their sermons do not discuss the fact that there's literally a court of spooky you know souls in, in right. a chamber you have a feeling that you that. are you are uniquely informed about that exactly mm-hmm. but it's 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 all really about as funny as it is respecting your, your elders and mm-hmm. the wisdom of ages mm-hmm. and how they believe and they will they will preach that knowledge is less important than wisdom mm-hmm. and wisdom is something that cannot be gained in one lifetime. Mm-hmm. 
but even humans and dwarves and, and halflings, even the humble dog, cat, and mm-hmm. fish. How does a fish know to, to swim? Mm-hmm. It's ancestral line right from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. What are instincts if not the memories of our distant ancestors? Mm-hmm. So that's really what their religion is, is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's highly respectful. And you can definitely see that in many in many elves, uh, partially because they're long long lives. And many elves um, that you've dealt with and stuff, very they, they they tend to much more than humans for for sure. They they really do have that like the the elder is should be respected mm-hmm. sort sort of thing. That that's very much how their own lives are, and that's very much how, how the undying court is. As far as what they do with this, mm-hmm. like, what do you do? And, and for, for them, it's very much coming to know who you are mm-hmm. based on where you come come from. Mm-hmm. So it's very suitable that you're sitting in on these sermons, and and like any like any good sermon, mm-hmm. it tries to apply its broad logic to every single person sitting in the um, in this in the seats listening. Mm-hmm. But based on what Norman recently went through, it very much is, effect, is affecting him. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to know who you are before you can know what you'll, what you'll do with your life. They talk a lot about callings and how, and how your life's decisions are already decided hmm. for you. Very much a fate-based thing. Not undermine that you make your own choices. Not undermine that by any means. But that you were always destined to make those choices. Interesting. So the idea of destiny and fate, not in the sense of let go, what, what, what will happen, mm-hmm. will, will happen. If you oh, choose to do... Away. Yeah. <laughs> <Or take away. laughs> if you choose to sit on the couch and say, well, good things will just come to me, then it, then it was destined for you to be a couch potato. Mm-hmm. And to learn to live a shitty, a shitty life. In mm-hmm. that way, it is very much self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, I aren't. It doesn't that just mean that everything I will do has been decided? And no, it's not that. You have choice, mm-hmm. but your choices are informed based on where you've come from. So mm-hmm. the more that you understand your ancestry, your ancestry, the, the wisdom mm-hmm. of old, the more that you are better informed to make those decisions. Um, which you will always have made anyways. Mm-hmm. It's very, you know, like most religions, a bit convoluted in the understanding. It really requires somebody to say it in a more eloquent way than even I, Josh, mm-hmm. can, can sitting here right now. And it is uplifting in a sense. There's an uplifting sense of um, your job should be understanding where you've come from to inform you about where you will go mm-hmm. and taking a lot of the stress out of worrying about every de- every decision that you make today mm-hmm. sort of stuff mm-hmm. yeah do they in any of that capacity talk about like an actual reincarnation cycle or is that kind of not something to talk about they would not directly talk about reincarnation cycles mm-hmm. they talk a lot about um i guess going back to like you know what what are what are what are instincts if mm-hmm. not the ancestral right. um, mm-hmm. memories Sort of like a um, 
uh, there's a word for this, the, the, the idea that like um, memories are passed down, but not really, it, it even exists in, 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 our, in our world, like a community or communal shared experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. People, roughly. That's more what they talk about. And you have a feeling that they're probably touching on the idea of like mm-hmm. reincarnation, like, re- 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 without but actually bit, saying that. Without really saying it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, no, I was just kind of curious if that was like a public thing that they talk about or not. No, and that, that's the thing, is most people have heard of, you know, they hear about, about fairies and whatnot else, but they're all tales. Mm-hmm. How many people actually know that the Fae, while that's a real place that you can mm-hmm. go to, your average Joe does not, not know that. The Shadowfell is not a commonly known thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the whole reincarnation cycle is not something that would often be, be talked about. And maybe there are private sermons for for four elves that maybe that would be more talking about and helping guide them through their meditative things mm-hmm. but as far as more open um, sermons open forums where humans and happens and dwarves would be mm-hmm. they definitely wouldn't talk about that but you do see some you know pamphlets there that are like you know for um, four elves specifically mm-hmm. as you get as you get get older um, it's important to know where you've come from, join us in a in a in um, guided um, meditation sort of mm-hmm. stuff. But that those are locked down more for elves. Mm-hmm. Debating on how because you know where I'm going. I know you want to alter self. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's tempting. You, you can't spell alter self without <laughs> elves. <laughs> exactly. I do. Yeah, that's that's tempting. Of course, you know, Norman does also have a good breadth of um, elven friends that he can always talk to about that, without being as king. So, I'll keep that in my back pocket, I think. Okay. Just in case. We've already pissed off at least one faction of religious people in this <laughs> town. At least, at least one. Yeah. Or at least made them on a little bit of an alert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's, let's not do too many more without having to reveal our hands. Like, no, 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 I wasn't out, I promise. <laughs> so, <clears throat> okay. Yeah, yeah. In general, the, the, theirs are very much less like, you know, the mm-hmm. Silver Flames are very much do this, do this. Mm-hmm. Even the the Sovereign Host is is like, you know, mm-hmm. as you go through life and you do these things, you, you channel the host and the hosts are always there mm-hmm. watching you. Undying Court is very much about ancestral knowledge and how and, and passing along to your children and all that sort of stuff, which very much makes sense based on what you know the Undying Court literally is. Mm-hmm. Literally. Literally. It makes a lot of sense. Okay. So yeah, Norman will use that information for his meditations okay. as well. Yeah. So, cool. I wasn't even in my board. Um, great. Okay, so we're doing pretty well here. So then I might go to the house of Roscoe, since I've got a bit of time. Mm -hmm. And I might do some freelance work for them, or at least, you know, helping them out. Yes. I know this place is all about Mm -hmm. Uh, It is discovered Mm -hmm. that you are, I should just say specifically, um, Countess Ulara Mm -hmm. de de Roscoe learns that you are here Mm -hmm. helping in, in... what small ways you offer, mm-hmm. she will call you up to her office mm-hmm. and she will say, are you accepting my offer? Right, right. Mm-hmm. So 
so um, I will inform her that uh, not actively at this time, because um, there's still some things that Norman needs to attend to. Like mm-hmm. he mentions, like the the whole like going off to the poison thing eventually with Annie. And you know, stopping the root of that, that he just simply has a bit of time, like, but not enough to fully respect the offer that she has presented. And she so, will appreciate your candor and mm-hmm. honesty in there. Uh, not to say that Norman's not interested in, mm-hmm. in her offer, obviously, but he, he wants to make sure that if he is going to accept that, he is able to truly devote the time and respect the the level of devotion that she will put into it. Mm-hmm. She would ask how long you plan on um, being in, in in the court city. Mm-hmm. I'd say maybe like you know a week or two, probably at least. Because I mean, the only things that I would have to do outside of the court city at this point would be if I wanted to go to toward my tree to look for herbs over there. Um, I also do have the question of visiting Saranac, just as a like a you know. Uh, or going back to the elves to learn about Oakland. So, uh, or I guess if I wanted to go down to the Congress, um, but I, that would be that would be a journey because I don't know of anything down there. So I'd have to like physically travel myself. Birds and stuff. Well, she would ask if there's anything that you would wish to learn mm-hmm. from her while. While you're here and you have the knowledge of the Penisseum <coughs> behind you, mm-hmm. I might see if you know because she's she's higher level, I assume, than Norwin, or at least you don't you don't know somewhat. And so I'd ask her about. I mean, obviously, you want to learn about Oprah's Bloom, but the elves were had a rapport with that. Uh, she will offer to teach you how to make them. Okay, I would maybe learn from her sure. how to do that. And then, you know, I could do the same offer. So to, like, allow her to use the what we make from that. Absolutely. As a way of, like, thanking her for her time, yeah. essentially. And you have some okra bloom plants, right? Yeah, I've got five, five plants. Okay. Five, five plants. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes... Two plants and two Vivalia's blush to do that. Okay. So, um, with her knowledge um, and the fact that you have books aplenty here to learn from, Mm -hmm. if you spend um, a week with Mm -hmm. her, you know, not constantly all all day and help out with with them crafting Mm -hmm. um, health potions and stuff too, Mm -hmm. um, you would be able to learn... Ochre Bloom. Cool. So yeah. I will print off another sheet for you. You can add that to your list of of um, things that you can do. Take a trip to And she will uh, take you up on your offer to take those Ochre Bloom from you as as cost for um, te- teaching you that. So she'll she'll supply the values blush part of it, you supply the um, the ochre bloom mm-hmm. plants and um, over time you guys will work together to to again, mixing the sap and boiling and skimming impurities, cooling, mm-hmm. re- repeating this several times, distilling down what begins with a cauldron's worth 
down to a little tiny vial this big mm-hmm. of pure oil. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so you can officially mm-hmm. add that to your list, and I will try to remember to print off another extension yeah. for you. Yeah, and then like I might just shoot the breeze about like the kind of spells that I've known and kind of what I've been working on, like vis-a-vis ace level spells. And so kind of like as a means of, of kind of trying to cultivate that knowledge. So within You themselves. actually get the sense from being with her for, for, for so long mm-hmm. that um, you are higher level than, than her. <gasps> you can do things that she cannot. Interesting. Yes. Um, you also, it would be around this time that you would realize mm-hmm. that you have greater reserves than you thought. Mm-hmm. And the act of, and your meditations at, mm-hmm. at night, you would, it almost like matter of factly, like, oh, I've always known this. Mm-hmm. You, since the day that, that, the, that um, you were with, the undying court and everything happened mm-hmm. that literally opened up your your eighth your eighth level spell slot oh cool Yay. and you didn't realize it but it just did you have more reserves than than before and at first you just experiment and go can I walk through a tree third time in, in a day and you find that you can. Say more of the Yeah, exactly. Mind. You Treat. find, like, sweet, sweet, sweet. And you find that you can. And you're like, well, what else can, can I do? And your meditations and, mm-hmm. and working with her and stuff, um, you begin to develop. Watching what he did in mm-hmm. that image or in that vision, what the, pre, what the prior course Selatar mm-hmm. did against the, the, against the crow, you begin to experiment and go, can I do those things? Mm-hmm. And you make a whirlwind. You go somewhere safe yep. out in the wilderness and you make a fucking tornado. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh my, my God, I'm invincible. Mm-hmm. And so through the course, it's not like a one momentary thing. It's like through the course of these, these few weeks, you're realizing that affected me. Mm-hmm. Um, and your guided meditation, or your, not guided, but your meditations help to solidify as you think back on the one memory that you remember the fight that happened mm-hmm. you just try to to emulate what he did mm-hmm. and then you're like okay well i'm gonna try this because he could become oh become elementals non-stop you try that and you don't have the ability to do that to do that yet mm-hmm. but you can definitely officially cast a level spells by the end of about two two weeks or so mm-hmm. you would just sort of it almost like matter like matter of fact well of course you yeah. Of course you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Okay. Neat. So yes, but you do get the sense that you actually uh, more more powerful mm-hmm. than Lady Horasco, mm-hmm. Countess Horasco. Oh sure. Cool. Neat. Now, yes. Uh, that stuff to my inventory. Or my inventory. Uh, that uh, knowledge to my bank. Yes. And uh, yeah, just talk to her about stuff as we're doing stuff and help him out. At the end of that week, mm-hmm. um, a warrior working with her, you would, um, let me find this. You would be sitting there 
with her, nearing the, nearing the end here, working on this hooker bloom, seeing it skimming there, pouring it carefully into the vial, um, and you would receive a message in your head. Knowing, mm-hmm. boy, got your message. I'm in the court city. I can see you at the Palinaeum, and it's Commodore Guff's voice coming to you. Meet me in the Palinaeum. Ask for me. I'll be there waiting for you. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those, like, (laughs) fuck. Steady hand sort of thing. I'll be there soon. (laughs) Okay. Yep. I'll do that then. After, you know, obviously respecting the lady over the rest of time. Of course. And then I'll get her to head my way over that way. Okay, you go to the Palinaeum, ask for um, Commodore Guff. They would lead you up to his um, chambers, and you would see. So actually, smart enough to bring that. What? I was like, oh shit! Who yeah, is this? This, is, <laughs> this is Guff. Or is this Alabasta? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, oh shit. shit, shit. <laughs> it wasn't quite. It was. It was different enough. It just took me a moment to realize. Like, oh wait a minute, that's not Alabasta. No, All right. Let me find the guffs. I know on the back of his sheet I have mm. more stuff there. Hey, that's her. Yay! Glad it doesn't work like it did in the uh, original D&D, where if you wanted to level up the druid, you had to, like, kill a druid that was a higher level than you. What? There's really? Some, yeah, there's something like that. Like, there's a, there can only be, like, one druid of each level. In order to level up, you had to, like, fight them. So it's Highlander? There was yeah, Highlander like that. Druids? Yeah, that's it was, ridiculous. It was buck wild. All At right. least I think that's how it worked. <laughs> that's insane. Mm-hmm. That's like an entire side quest per level up. Yep. Which, uh, Find the dude, kill the dude. Yes. Find the dude, kill the dude. <laughs> that's fucking nuts. Or beat them. I don't know if you had to actually kill them. You would be led mm-hmm. up the stairs higher than you've gone previously in the Palinaeum. And you would be led into an office. A large, cluttered books from top to bottom. The skeleton of some sort of creature up there. (laughs) And this is, uh, and you see sitting in a plush chair there, Commodore Guff. Hello, good sir. Hello. Oh, well, I decided that that is probably about time that I got back to you. <laughs> well, I've been quite busy as well, so it's fair. Is there something to drink, eat? Um, just some tea or something, and maybe some, like, tea or whatever you have laying around. Sure, we have, we have lingonberry, we have crack crackers, and he goes and he <laughs> ga- ga- gathers some stuff for you and says, well, to what do I owe the honor? Well, I wanted, I was curious about what we talked about at the last thing gala. Hmm? And so well, what was that again? It was about, like, potentially communing and sharing some knowledge. Like, I know I'm a, a divine caster more than an arcane caster, but in case there's some sharing of knowledge that might be beneficial to how I am, see if I, what I can learn from here without necessarily enrolling in the Mornbreak University, perhaps. 
Oh, yes, yes. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I, I remember now, I remember now. I was very interested in, in you. Mirage Arcana, yes? Yes. Right? Powerful spellcraft for one as young as you. Yes, it's, uh, Learn, hearing about that more and more these days, uh, how unusual that is. Yes. Where did you learn su- such things? Oh, I've been around. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of practice and a lot of um, you know getting a, a hang of it over a, a period of time. But you can't say a lot of practice if you are only. Uh, how old are you again? Uh, I'll be. I'm 19 at the moment. I'll be 20 in a, in a couple months. My goodness, not even, not even twenty yet, capable of magecraft of the seventh circle. I uh, recently learned how to do some magecraft of the eighth circle. No. Uh, and how did how did you gain such knowledge there? You just find these things na- naturally come to you. Uh, kind of, I guess. Huh. It's, you know, you're milling about, contemplating about. It does seem to come more naturally, I suppose. It's kind of hard to explain. Well, it's just, it's just funny. You, from the moment I met you, once I looked close enough, and he has his monocle, I mean, I looked closely enough, you, you just, you, you remind me so much of someone from my past. Oh. I'm wondering if you know your own past. Are you, do you know your mother, your father? Uh-huh. Maybe. They were taken from me at a young age. No, I very sorry to hear that. No, it's alright. Things happen in times of war. Uh, you know, I vaguely know of them, but they were nothing like, super remarkable as far as I'm aware. In terms of spellcraft or arcane abilities. Well, and he plays with his, you know, dangles here. Eighth circle spellcraft. Druidic, nothing necessarily, um, you know, more arcane. I'll kind of explain the kind of things that I've been working on, like, you know, turning a bunch of things into animals and, you know, the things and other spells, like controlling some weather mm-hmm. and stuff. And what would you what what do you plan on doing with this these gifts this knowledge that comes to you so so easily what um, do you you could make you could, be, you could become a very very wealthy person just just with casting a controlled weather and and, and whatnot once 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 a month I don't think the Lorandas would like that too much uh, I think they would love to hire you to do that for them that's fair Uh, mostly, um... And besides, aren't people li- like us beyond the, the mere squabbles of the, the dragon-marked houses? I don't know. They still seem to have a lot of influence in the city that is um, beyond what I'm interested in um, annoying. Precisely. You don't want to poke the bear. Mm-hmm. It's precisely for this exact reason why the Arcane Congress does not do business here. Our base of operations is not within the, the, the court city, and we are off a bit because Dragonmark politics, frankly, bores me. Yeah, it's 
it's it's a lot to basically just be like, well, you're not one of us. Yes, precisely, precisely. <laughs> Their gifts <laughs> granted upon them by, well, goodness knows what. Dragons of old blood flowing through their veins. They wake up, have a birth, birthmark on their ass, can, can, can manifest the simplest of spells, and consider themselves better than everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Magic tattoos. Precisely. So what, what do you do with all of this power coursing through your blood and veins? Um, mostly keep my friends alive. That's most of what I do with my life. We're kind of the adventuring sort, and so we kind of get into some mischief, as you might expect. I mean, you, you did legend lore on, on this book. Yes. We were obviously in... Uh, Yes, so. it's been a long, long time since since I've been there. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. But also, I just recently purchased a new a new book that is a little bit more stable for the weather, and I was curious if you would have interest in Calrell's old book as an artifact for the Alanian. You would give this to me. Why? You research magics and have means of... But what do you gain from this? What do I gain from giving it to you? Well, yes. I've already got the book here. It's just, you know, different things. This is more... If... I'm an adventuring sword, so I go out and I do a lot of things, right? It would be a shame for something as historical as that to be lost because I went underwater because somebody threw me off a bridge. But what do you personally gain from giving this to me? You're not demanding coin. I would give you coin for it. But you're not asking for that. You're giving it to me. I understand why you have the Enduring spell book. Smart, very smart. I appreciate you giving this to me. But what do you gain what do you gain from doing much of what you do, young man? You could live a very easy, happy life. You could be the, amongst the richest people in the court, in, in the, the court city. Go back to your, your tree. Save Odin. A, a druid of your power could be the patron of an entire forest, an entire mountain. Warden, I hear. Acting warden. Acting warden, yes. But here you sit before me right now in the Palaname, a place of arcane knowledge, mm -hmm. giving me a book, as he's wagging in his hand, you see it kind of fraying a bit. Whoops. <laughs> Bends it a bit. <laughs> Talking about going on adventures, keeping your friends alive. What do you gain from any of this? Well... Many would consider me a fool for just readily giving things away, for not demanding coin, for not demanding favors, for not demanding return services. But I found that the riches that I enjoy the most are making people happy and giving them connections and items and stuff for developing friendships, for developing interpersonal uh, 
for bettering, you know, places of learning, for, you know, enriching people's lives. These are the things that coin can help with, of course. You can always, you know, buy somebody lunch. You can always, you know, gift somebody a griffin or something. But the act of giving something without necessarily expecting something in return in and of itself is a gift upon itself. It enriches the giver in some ways and hopefully helps enrich the givee. But that is more interesting to me than perhaps the gold or influence that I might have otherwise. I mean, obviously having connections and having people who are, you know, think kindly of you is certainly beneficial. You know, having somebody as high up in the Arcane Congress as yourself, perhaps, you know, think kindly of someone simple as me might benefit me in some way in the future. Not that I'm necessarily expecting anything, of course. But that that interests me more, and I find it, it, it jibes more with how I feel I want to live my life. If that makes sense. You want to live your life doing good. Leaving the world a better place than you, than it was when you entered it. I suppose, yes. You really don't belong in the court city at all. No, not really. I've found that that's kind of counter to how I am in a lot of ways. But here I am. It's refreshing. Mm -hmm. I come by now and then to share wisdoms, to teach a class Mm -hmm. occasionally. I think we have similar goals in the end, young Norwin. You give knowledge freely. You leave gifts wherever your feet tread, I'm sure. I do my best. Expecting little to nothing in return. Mm-hmm. Where are you staying in the court city? Um, currently, I'm just got a little, little hotel that I go to, a little tavern. Precisely. Mm-hmm. You could cast one spell, charge a thousand gold and some idiot here would spend it would would easily and you could be living it up in the grandest of rooms here eating the sweetest of pies I had a feeling that you're somewhere else middling lower I don't need anything off of it giving knowledge giving gifts and expecting little in return. A very rare trait. Perhaps. I've been blessed with being able to find certain things and having some ability to cast high-level magics, I suppose. Yes. And so, I figure, I might as well share the knowledge, at least with those that I understand will treat it with respect. Not just, you know, teaching any random person on the street, perhaps, the ability to blow up a building or something. Not that I necessarily do, but... Do you find that this power flowing through you comes with responsibility to do good with it? Yes, I think so. I mean, at least I feel that there's a a responsibility to not abuse it. I mean, I've been in a town where there's 
you know, I've set up a bit of a base of operations. Not like base of operations, but, you know, I rest my head there. From time okay, to time. Yes. Yes, very much. And I try not to... We, we've had some conversations with the authorities there about, since they're, we are very powerful, my whole group, and they... Uh, it, it comes with a level of fear, I think, a lot yes. of times. People fear power. People crave it as well. That is also true. And so I try not to um, overstep my boundaries just because I have the ability to do so. Um, you know, respect the systems that put into place, otherwise the whole civilization would collapse in a lot of ways. I mean, not the whole civilization just because of the world me or anything, but if there are people like me to... I think, I think you are far too humble I think that you could crumble civilizations if you chose. I think you could, with the gifts that you have been granted, not to undermine your hard work, but let's admit it, you are very young and can do so much already. You could live any life you wanted, but you're choosing the hard life, aren't you? I'll tell you that. I mean, it really depends on your definition of how I mean, I can sustain myself quite happily without having opulence. And opulence doesn't necessarily define happiness. My experience with those who are the adventuring sort typically do so for gain, personal gain. <laughs> Traditionally, this, this world is full of monuments to aged times deep under the earth in, in secret places that are continents that we have hardly ever explored bef before there's riches untold to be found so typically when people say that they're the adventuring sort they're going out there into the world to crack into old tombs and wrestle with with undead kings and taking their spoils to uh, live another day and retire and become quite wealthy I imagine that you have the ability to do all of this, and you probably have done yeah. much, much of this. Yet yeah. you continue along this adventuring path. That's what makes you different. Perhaps, yes. Um, it's, yeah, there's um, things that, in the world that need my attention, my whole group's attention, so that we ought to give it the attention that it needs. Yes. Because you view the power that you have, whether gifted or earned, to be your responsibility. You plant seeds in the ground to grow forests that you may never see. That's true. These are rare qualities. Will you, you join me? He walks over to the center of this, this space where there's clearing enough and he produces mm -hmm. from his, his robes a cube, a small um, silvery blue cube. And you just notice from, from around over his shoulder, there's on each side, there's a different, very, very elaborate glyph, sim mm -hmm. symbol of sorts, uh, like etched in very tiny elaborate minute detail to it 
flips it around to find one side he wants, sets it on the on the really good ground there in the center, puts a finger on it, closes his eyes, and you see it glow. Takes a step back, snaps his fingers, and it opens up. And for a moment, you're like, oh, it's going to be like... Oh, like Fox. Like Andy's <laughs> cube, but it doesn't. It doesn't grow. It just flips open, 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 open. And it does this until it makes a about 10-foot diameter... Um, dance floor of sorts you, you know <laughs> as it Discable appears sense. right there and in the center there's that same arcane circle in unbelievable detail and it takes about a minute for it to fully mm-hmm. open up and make, and make itself mm-hmm. and then it flares <laughs> and that teleportation circle is there it's like a portable teleportation circle come on now as he steps in interesting You are suddenly standing in the middle of a vast space. Darkness is seen in the distance. But is that, are those just walls painted black? <laughs> there you go. Assuming that I found those. Yes. There are, there is enough, enough light here, though, by which to see. And there's grand, what looks like clockwork mechanisms. Shifting, an 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 ori of sorts, as these golden rings with orbs in the center are strung together in such intricate ways you cannot even begin to fathom it. As it all moves in odd ways, he is standing next to you, and you are on this this you know metallic dance floor here as as well as the runes fade in color and it begins to fold from the outside in and you just step over it and it becomes a small cube which he mage hands flows over to him so my my dark the whole place just illuminates with light Coming from nothing in particular, hmm. just light, commonly lit, and you see if his office was a fanci- fanciful uh, place mm-hmm. full of books and skeletons, this takes that up to a whole other levels. Unbelievable assortment of glass cases here. You can only assume magical implements, books, desks with with writings on it, entire um, alchemy sets, and just an unbelievable sprawl that, frankly, is a bit shocking. You'd expect a mage like this would have access to, to books and magical stores and whatnot, but this base, about a, a hundred um, yards from side to side, this one large circular domed room with so much implements all around, in order, very detailed order. Not at all like the man that you see before he looks like he'd be a bit bit frazzled and the such. And above you again, these great clockwork things moving and shifting, machinations that 
in some ways remind you of the of the own Craven Queens. Um, mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was just thinking. Precisely that. In some ways, it does remind you very much of that, but just broken up apart. Different thing. Again, impossible to truly comprehend this moment in time. He, without saying a word, he just walks over, just begins to walk his footsteps echoing in this place where there's constantly a and shifting things and whatnot. Um, he just walks. Do you no, follow him. You, you follow. I have no idea where the fuck I follow yeah. him. <laughs> you follow him, just kind of wide-eyed, looking around at all of these things, these golden spears in these uh, in th- these chests and cabinets. You hear labeled meticul- m- meticulously with a language you do not m- n- know. Actually, at the moment, <laughs> you do not know. As he walks up to where a a, a large like crescent moon desk is, with various imp- implements and, and whatnot. And there's a, um, a coat rack right there mm-hmm. that has a robe <coughs> on it, a, a black and red and gold robe. And he walks up and he takes off his blue robe, revealing very, you know, skin, like very old man arms, you know, mm-hmm. veins, some, some skin hanging and whatnot. And he hangs it up. <sighs> It takes off his monocle and tosses it onto the tab- table. Tink, 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 tink. Takes off his bracer here that, that curls up over his hand. This is the same one he was going, Pyah! and making fireworks. Grabs it and it clicks open. And he tosses that on the table. And when he does that, you see his flesh become younger. At least not these, you know, sagging and these, not the old man um, arm, but a more normal looking mm-hmm. arm. Stronger of muscle. Mm-hmm. This is the same with the other. Toss it there. And he reaches up and he lifts the entire top of his head off. <laughs> Taking off this hair. Mm-hmm that he just sets on top of the um, coat rack here. And it drapes there, and you see his reddish beard, his head is bald on top, mm-hmm. and his reddish beard rescinds to a more pointed black goatee of mm. sorts. He takes the black uh, of red and gold robes and puts it on. And from within the pocket there, he produces an, an, an odd little um, device on a chain that you've not, not really seen before. <laughs> and he looks at it, clicks it once, and you see these very, very detailed little working mechanisms, akin to what you see above you, but miniaturized. He clicks it a second time. And he turns oh, around yeah, and yeah. looks on this side here as well, reading something that you're not entirely sure what it is that he is looking at. And he says in a very different voice, good, just on time. And he tucks it away. And as he turns to face you, there's a very 
different person looking upon you. Welcome to my inner sanctum. We are within summer night at this moment in time, the heart of the arcane congress. Oh. Well, I guess we could have been anywhere based on what we walked through. The arcane congress, Harwin, do you know why it exists? As far as I was aware, it's to facilitate the understanding of Facilitate the understanding and perhaps uh, what I'm looking for, pushing forward. Advancement. Advancement. Yes. Advancement of magical knowledge. Understanding and advancement would be precisely how I would describe the arcane congress. The idea of it was to bring disparate minds together, (coughs) arcane practitioners or divine even, to share knowledge understand better the world and push for advancement. Mm -hmm. Many of our members throughout history have been names that you might be familiar with. um, Otteluk? Even has. Steven has, no. (laughs) Maybe, maybe not. Mm -hmm. Nistel? Tasha? You may have even heard my name. As he turns to face you fully, mm-hmm. he says, well, he says to you, are you willing to step into true knowledge now, Norman? Are you sure you want to know even a fraction of the secrets I've held for so, for so long? The burden is not for the weak. Yes, I've had my fair share of that recently. Well, let me in- introduce myself to you, f- you, fully. Oh my gosh! <laughs> my name is Mordenkainen. Mordenkainen. Mm-hmm. And this is the figure that you see standing before you. And this is very much what this location is above you. I literally brought this book just for this image on the front. Yeah, I, really I didn't know if you had it, if you had the fancy cover. Oh, I know. I've got this one exactly. And he puts out his hands. And you see the lights change, flicker a bit. And suddenly you are in a very different place. You still hear the ticking. You still feel the ground beneath your feet, but it seems like, it looks like you're, you're, you're in a different place, even though you sense that this is more of an illusion that he's casting at this moment mm-hmm. in, in time. Please, sit as a chair comes up behind you, and he sits, and a chair rushes up behind him. It is very uncommon that we find members of the arcane congress, those that push forward for new knowledge and, and understanding. It's not a requirement of the congress to have ideals, but I do. Have you heard my name before? Would no one have ever heard of Horn King? You probably have heard of, you know, spells named after him, Mordenkainen's sword, Faithful, faithful Hound, mm-hmm. 
mansions, mm-hmm. the such. Yes. People of, of my ilk tend to want to name things after them. As far as the world knows, Morden Kanan is a figure that existed hundreds of hundreds of, of years ago and is no longer a part of this world. Humans and their, their lifespan, after all, as he is an Indian human. I have lived for 700 years, young man. And in that time, I have developed a great many things and accumulated, as you've seen, a great many things. I've charted the rise and fall of civilizations. I have traveled to all the planes multiple times. I am a bastion that keeps darkness at bay on more fronts than you can imagine right now. But you interested me from the moment I saw you, from the moment I knew that you were casting spells of the seventh circle at your young age. And I knew you looked familiar. You simply remind me of an old traveling companion from about five, five hundred years ago. Nathal. Does that name mean anything to you? Good. I'm not in the, 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 the business of informing people of their, their prior selves, but uh, I pieced together the, the, the facts afterwards. I was quite astute for meeting me one time for a few moments on a rooftop. I am nothing if not astute. And it did take some research, but I have nothing if not time. What do you know of this man? He was a friend of mine, and a traveling companion for... 30, 40 years or, or so. Mm-hmm. We traveled the, the planes together. Touched many people's lives. This is, bef- bef- this is before he, he took on his, tight, his t- uh, title. And in the end, he and I grew apart. Couldn't quite agree on some things, some methods by which... We both agreed on one fundamental truth, that this world is fragile. And the common people are stupid. Panicky animals, that if they knew of all the dangers of devils and demons and angels and dragons and giants, if they knew that the very homes in which they live were, are, they are mere ants on carcasses of threats that still exist, if they knew that at any moment in time the chaos of the plane of fire could wash over and decimate everything. Well, suffice to say that there are machinations for evil, there are machinations for chaos, and there are machinations for order. 
course, Tadatar and myself are, fortunately, the latter of those categories. Keeping the chaos at bay. Keeping evil trapped where it is. Thank you. I do not divulge my true name, my true form, easily. I imagine not. I had no intent on sharing this with you, but you gave me this. And he holds up Calvell's notebook. A trinket. An interesting one, and you toss it on the table. But far more importantly is you ask for nothing in return. Your nobility, your humble nature, your adventuring lifespan, your need, your desire, your want to tend to the gardens of this world and ask for nothing in return. These are qualities far, far more rare than that book that you gave me. So, as I work to keep evil at bay, as I work to make order out of chaos on many, many fronts that to take me all over the place, I would like to understand better where you come from. As I have shown you my hand here and the illusion, which is just like a nice casual like sitting mm-hmm. si- sitting room flickers back to his enormous study of arcane and just mind by then it fades back into a more calming relaxing fireplace and, and chairs with tea and crumpets I would tr- I would hope that you would trust me enough what uh, insight uh, so that is I think probably 17 17 mm-hmm It's, it's a bit mind-boggling this moment in time. And in a sense, it's like, wow, I, I just found out my own past, and now this is far beyond what you anticipated going to no. Commodore Guff, uh, doddering old but powerful and knowledgeable wizard of sorts, asking, maybe you can te- teach me some mm-hmm. ritual spells, and we, we can help each other out mm-hmm. to this. What have you stepped into? Yeah, seriously. But you don't sense a malicious intent. You don't sense lies from him. You sense that he is showing an enormous hand to you here. And he wants to know. He wants to see more of your hand. You, he's obviously keeping cards close to, him, close to his chest as well, of course. But uh, no, you don't sense any malicious intent here. Not even to myself, honestly. 
I, and I would not, if you would like to take chaos and form it into order, then I would ask that you not share this necessarily outside of this room. Perhaps of this. I am nothing if not secretive. Obviously. But you are not inaccurate with your guesstimations that perhaps in a past life I was this man that you knew, this Nathal. But I only discovered that recently. And so I lived in a small village until I was about the age of 20 and then as an elf. And then I had my life cut short. But I was brought back through druidic magic into the form of a human. But 20 is nothing to the age of an elf. And so I was a young human. My memories of my existence, my 20 years as an elf, were suppressed by some powerful forces that I might not know, not necessarily some religious folk, I'll say that. Yeah, I'll let you surmise, perhaps. Yes, this is partially where Nathal and I differed, is the, the Undying Court. I do not care for them or their methods, personally. I do not, I cannot approve. Personally, I, I can, cannot easily abide by the fact that they keep the hollows, the elves, the, the elven bodies born without souls, and they use them as their, their sworna. A fancy, a fancy word that might as well mean empty husk. Now, I have done great and terrible things myself, but there are machinations at work on their side that I simply don't like their methods. Nathal saw them as a necessary uh, evil. In my experience, the words necessary evil are said by those who do not have big enough imaginations. But anyways, I do not mean to diverge. Continue. Well, basically, recently I um, had those memories resupplanted. So, I suppose technically I'm closer to 39 in some ways. But, um, if that changes your opinion. Um, I do not have memories of anything from the time before, just a little bit here and there. But I'm hoping to, in time, maybe pick a little bit more out. Good. Well, history is one thing, and I am nothing if not a purveyor of history. But I'm more interested now in who you are and what you are doing. You elusively alluded to having a grander goals and tasks. 
as I said before I brought you here, you could live any life that you want, but you're choosing a harder one. Your companions as well. Please. I've already t told you I am working to keep the evil and the chaos at bay. One such as yourself within the court city is odd, and you've admitted this yourself. I can only surmise that there is something in Sermonea, if not the court city itself, that brings you here. At this moment in time, I'll be quite frank with you. I am not yet convinced if you are one I can, can trust, or if you are a threat. I bring you here to gain your trust, but I've also brought you here to kill you. Yeah, that's understandable. He smiles and says, So, I would like to know which of those categories you fall into. One that I can trust and work together, or one that I must stamp out so it does not threaten the world. As I said, you're too humble. With your power, forget, uh, forget about your ancestry. I, ha I had not seen Nathal for nearly 300 years. With your power, you could topple civilizations. I need to know if I need to be concerned about this, about you, and about whatever reason you have for being in the court city as long as you have been. Attending galas does not seem the sort of thing that a druid of your power would be inter interested in. So, now is your chance. I've shown you mine, you show me yours. Inside on him mm -hmm. again. Not high. <laughs> uh, eight. Total. You can't, you don't know what to think about, about him. These words are coming at you, and the way that he, on one hand, compliments your vast power that could topple civilizations, and on the next, next sentence says, but I will kill, kill you here. Uh... It's it's very matter of fact, <coughs> almost like this has become an interview, mm -hmm. of of sorts. As far as knowing if he is someone that can be trusted, you don't you don't know. You simply don't know. The decision will be yours. The risk and reward will be yours. All right. I understand that of course, this trust is a two way street. I know that you have divulged quite a bit of information by revealing who you are, even though I don't necessarily know everything about the man that is Mon Caden. But even I have heard of such a man. The name has gotten around, hasn't it? Well, yes, I suppose in 700 years a powerful caster like yourself probably would, especially one who has developed magics that are being circulated. So, I want to trust that you are an agent that takes chaos and brings it into order. Understand that I am also 
been in the Quad City and have had a, attempts at my life taken. Yes, I heard. So, that is not necessarily news to me. I respect your forthcomingness mm, about your attempts. And I will do my best to trust that. But, I'll start with a simple question. Have you heard of the, which I've got it written down, uh, Tenshi Gaiken? His face is impassive as he looks at you, but there is about a 10 second pause. And he simply says, Interesting. Yes. I'm surprised you have. Well, yes, I have. Recently, there is a figure who we suspect is trying to collect these. What their end goal is, is unknown. However, we know that they have immense power, and we know that they have malicious intent. At least, a disregard for preserving the status quo. witnessed the power firsthand, I have seen through memories what it is capable of, and I have heard of it <coughs> taking lives, and that is ultimately what I am trying to prevent. I tracked the passing of the scroll of, of, of life from the aspects of the mind and soul to 200 years ago to an elf of the Teledros. I never met him myself, but I do take it upon myself to track the movements of things of great power and import. I suspected that these were the the uh, articles of creation. At least this was one of them. It was, I have known for some time that the three aspects originally held three. At least that was the original goal. Over time, they had, they had been lost or given away, even before my time. But the aspects of the mind and soul did hold the scroll of, of life. They were its protectors. They were to not use it, 
they were simply to hold it. The scrolls need a holder. My, again, limited understanding, there's very little in this world that I do not fully understand, but it seems that you are looking into things that fit that category. This scroll, it was decided that the three aspects were not deemed, were not to be trusted with them. How to, how to phrase it? I believe that the decision was ultimately that of the aspects of the mind and soul at, at the time. The aspect of the, of the soul is still the same one that exists today. She, being an elf has held that that his position for the last three hundred years, and the decision was made that these that this was simply too important an artifact to stay within their own hands. An odd decision of sorts, given who they are. Yes. Who, who they are but it was simply a matter of profile. All know of the. <clears throat> three aspects and it is reasonable to believe that they would hold such a thing so it was decided by, by those two the aspects of the mind and the soul that it would be best if it went to an unknown entity my tracking it was not a meager feat, and there are few that, that likely could do what I did, and even fewer that know that the aspects ever held such a thing, much less three at one point in, in time in distant, distant history. Suffice to say, I never met this fire song. But that is all that I know. Were you a aware that it had passed from one hand to the next. I knew that Fire Song had it, yes. I was aware of that. So then are you still tracking that one? Because it is no longer on his present. I was not aware. Yeah. Fire Song was slain. That is concerning. By somebody who I believe fairly certainly, or at least as certainly as I surmise, probably has the has the uh, anvil of the void. At least that's my guess. That is even more concerning. What brings you to this supposition? their final moments through memory and the powers that were on display were clearly not something that most even the most powerful of casters can obtain I would say hmm well I will tell you something 
and I hope that they do not take offense. But yes, I have heard of these articles of creation. I know that there are a number of, of them govern varying aspects. I tracked one such, such artifact, but I consider them these dramatizations. I personally hold several items supposedly crafted by Anatar and Orium themselves, and items that predate even that. All of great, terrible power. Sure. It takes much to truly impress me at, at this point. So as far as I'm concerned, there is a scroll, an object, undoubtedly of great power, that was held by... The, the three aspects that has now made its way to somebody who should not have it. Yes. This would be an example of if not evil, then surely chaos. <coughs> and something that we should stand against. Yes? Absolutely. And is this what you are using your great power for, Norman? Is this what you are resisting in the world? Good. Because I have no interest in these articles. As I say, I can consider them dramatizations. I would be very interested in examining one. Not necessarily interested in holding one. With that said, I, like you, don't want a the wrong hands to have their hands on such an object any more than I, that I would want a devil to, to have their hands on many of the objects within my study. So, we have a similar goal here. I have no intent on stepping on your toes and I give you my full blessing to continue moving on this task. If I can help in some ways, I'm happy to. At the same time, I can't help but, no, but notice your tale thus far has skirted around my original question of why Ceremonia and why the court city? Or why the Tame Gala? Yes. That has sex going. Are you familiar with I assume you probably are. Um, Alhums. Who? Alhums. I am. Yes, figures you might be. Well, this entity has, we suspect, some Alhums of the undead variety working under its thumb. Me and my companions have been hunting these. And we suspect that one of them or one of its agents has put its thumb into the court city. We're not exactly sure if that's entirely accurate. We have nothing at this point that confirms this nor denies this. However, we have reason to believe that they are putting pressure on a rather 
high place in, ter in terms of trying to affect certain behaviors of the upper echelon of the city. And so we are trying to locate this entity and to extricate them, perhaps, or to put an end to their machinations. So you and your companions are tracking and hunting undead mind flares that you believe is working for the same individual that, that slew the holder of the article of creation that, that governs life. And you also believe that one of these alhuns is within the court city working to manipulate or force the hand of the higher echelon in some undesirable fashion. Basically. Where do you get this information from? Um, Tell the journals of the mindfulness and from experiences that we've had in our journeys. It okay. Kind of escalated quite quickly. Understand there's almost nobody that knows about true intentions. No, I, I would think not. So, I am honestly revealing quite a bit here as well. And it is... I suppose if there's anything that keys us off to there being some sort of agent in the city that is putting pressure on, it's that when we entered the city with the intent of searching for this individual, we had to make a name of ourselves a bit in order to basically get an invite to this gala so that we could mingle and... Ah, so you believe that this infiltration, this manipulation is happening from the dragon marks? Potentially. That's one aspect we're exploring. It's not the only aspect we're exploring, but it's at least part of it. And so... But when we made a name of ourselves, without prompting what I would consider anyone's ill ire, more than, more than usual given the nature of some of my companions, we were we had an attempted assassination, as you might know, as you seem to know. Yes. Which leads me to believe that there is something out there that knows who we are, and what we are actually seeking and is trying to snuff us out. That's the best we have at the moment for confirming that we're on the right track. Well. Out of curiosity, are you familiar with a fellow named Bolo? Yes, I am. I I've met him before, actually. He didn't, I didn't look like this, as you can imagine, but I haven't, I'm not sure what happened to him, though. Well, he's um, currently kind of under the employ. Employ is a, a strong word for, or a, a light word for, basically a servant, or a forced servant of a uh, queen of the Feywild. 
you had interactions with, with the, this individual while under this employ? Yes. You had interactions with this queen of the Feywild then as well? Yes. You are well-traveled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been around a bit. So, he's one of the only people who is able to, at least the only people, the person we know of, who's able to decipher in a whom's writing. Seems like it costs him a lot to learn. I imagine so. Well, fascinating tale. A threat within Sermenea, a threat within the court city, is dangerous. Without question. Why do you surmise that there would that they would be in Sermoneo? Why do you surmise that they would be pushing for behaviors? Is there some under, underlying purpose, goal that you suspect? I haven't necessarily pieced that together yet. It's it's something related to the East. They're pushing for transgressions. But I'm not exactly sure why yet. I... I don't know. Unless there's something that this entity needs there to be a lot of people for. I'm scared to think that it might be some sort of sacrificial... something. Maybe they need a bunch of souls. I don't know. That's just one thought, and wars are a good way of getting souls loose. But that would be a dark thought. I don't know if that's it. It has no basis in what I've researched. But that's. I don't know. I'm not sure what this entity gains from war unless it's chaos itself. Which who knows, maybe that's what they're after. It's just simple chaos. But if that was the case, if they're after just chaos and chaos alone, they would have ways of going about that just by well, I guess blowing something up or showing an immense show of power in a very public form. Which, you know, and naming it as something. I don't know, but these are things that I'd like to figure out as well. Sounds like you have your work cut out for you. A bit. And your allies, the Tiefling girl, the dwarf, are they as trustworthy and forthcoming as you are? Honestly, they're probably less forthcoming than I am. I'm only as forthcoming since I... Since you put a good foot forward, I would say. This is not information I would normally divulge to anyone. No. <sighs> Mass... Panic, but beyond that, the less that your mission is known, the easier you can accomplish it. Right? Correct. 
trust me, I understand that quite well. Your mission is a good one. Perhaps, perhaps I have overlooked these articles of creation too long while attending to my other machinations. So, continue unabated. I will not stand in your way. It would be poor form for you to be assassin assassinated before you can accomplish your, your task. That's one reason we've got these coins. And one reason I'm a warden of the woods at the moment. How did the prior attack, how was it launched upon you? I understand it was at a uh, tavern establishment within the court city, yes? Yes. Can you explain to me precisely how that took place? Yeah, sure. It was a... I mean, honestly, it was a... some skilled individuals that were able to create a field of silence to muffle the fact that they were entering the room. And then they did their stabby stabs. And um, a fight broke out because they were not able to offer us outright as quickly as they were expecting, I would say. And we were had a altercation resulted in some heavy damage on both sides, and then we were able to, at the end of the day, get out of the scuffle, but we um, then realized we needed more protection than we were currently had. So you were sleeping? Yeah. Interesting. Yep, got to sleep. Sorry, looking up something quick. Just, just updating in the bad guy compendium with all the shit that they know. <laughs> Well, as I said, it would be poor form for you to, to be assassinated. I'm sure you're taking greater precautions now. But if the attempt once failed, they may try again. Yes. I can try to help you with your tasks from behind the scenes, but as, as I said, I'm stretched quite thin myself, preventing great number of catastrophes and whatnot. I'd imagine, given what you seem to be capable of. But here, 
the least I, I, I can do is this. And he stands up, and the illusion fades of the nice crackling fireplace, your two plush chairs, a little table with bream crackers and whatnot fade, and you're back in this vast workshop space. And he walks over, just begins to skim his shelves and whatnot, looking for something, and then he finally finds it. And he produces what looks like a, a very similar to the little uh, circular device that he had looked at. And actually, it's the, 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 the same. Essentially the exact mm -hmm. same thing. And he clicks it, looks at it, clicks his own, looks at it. Good. Still in time. He hands it to you. Keep this. Keep it near you at all times. Especially when you sleep. It will warn you if you are in danger. If danger approaches within 30 feet, it will trigger, it will awaken you. Consider this a loan. I, I plan on living for, for a, a far longer time, and it looks like you have plenty of years on you as well. Hopefully. This will also allow me to, com to communicate with you if I choose to. Cool. It will also allow me to keep an eye on you if I choose to. Nice. That is the cost of admission to this game that you are now stepping into. It's good to have an, an another ally than this. Lathal's passing was something I was not aware of uh, well until I met you again. I was always assuming he was out there somewhere doing his duty as I am to protect the world from the almost insurmountable number of threats that come to crush at any given time. Knowing of his loss is a terrible thing, and I will need to spread myself even more thin to have my eyes on more places I have previously stopped hearing. But it is good to have you here, and know, as you said before I brought you here, you don't ask for gold, you don't expect anything, not even accolades. You are content to work behind the scenes to make this world a better place. And for that reason, I am instilling my trust in you. And I appreciate that you all have instilled your trust in me. Thank you. I must keep my companions secret, of course. But understand that I now hold you, particularly you, not necessarily your allies. I have not had the pleasure of meeting them. But particularly, I consider you amongst my few confidants now. I will hold that to all the respect it deserves. Good. I will keep your secrets. Thank you. You will keep mine. Mm -hmm. And know that you are part of a small but important coalition now that serves to protect this world from any 
regrets. Many of them here on this very material plane, many more on planes away from here. Extraplanar and interplanar must be kept. We keep the great gears of the world turning and make sure that none know of the danger that they are in at any given moment. Something that I hope to be able to aid with. At the young age of 19, knowing what you know now, you're capable of what you're capable of now, mastering the Druidic arts in great strides, I have a feeling you and I can work together for many, many years to come. I hope so. Obviously, keep the uh, fall thing under wraps. Not even a lot of the elves. I will not share with any of my companions anything that we have spoken about here, other than the fact that the fact that you have that gesturing to the um, the wad, the pakabaj, essentially brings you into our, our midst. Does that mean that if others have a watch similar to whatever this is, similar to this, that they are somebody of your inner sanctum? Yes. Well, we all carry one. It allows us to synchronize in time and, and communicate if need be and summon each other if need be. If you ever see it... Probably won't. Well, you probably won't. Suffice to to say for now, it will allow me to communicate with you even over vast distances, even across the plains. If some truly insurmountable threat occurs and we need to band together, this is our one means of doing so quickly. But for now, don't, and don't anticipate that. That hasn't happened in uh, 150, since 158 years and 7 months, 4 days. That that was the last time. Do you remember, have you heard the story of uh, when, uh, when the, the demon prince Demogorgon and came to the material plane with his horde of demons and devils? I Precisely. That's... sounds terrifying, honestly. I do not know what most of those words were, but I have had my dealings with devils-ish, and I can surmount that would be a miracle that it was not more widely Precisely. The fact that, that you haven't heard about that is evidence that our organization is functioning appropriately. But let's, tr- let's try to keep those sorts of crises to every, no more than one, one eight, uh, century, please. So we're probably due for one. But let's hope that we all continue to doing what we're doing. <coughs> You continue the job that you're doing, and we can all let this strange world upon which we all live keep ticking along. He will also then show you how to tell time on it. 
And he will he will explain to you that um, this that the d- the design of this is actually a gift from the Clockwork Accord. Mm, makes sense. Um, the the head of the Clockwork Accord is another uh, um, old friend of his who designed th- th- these things. Though it is his um, personal enchant- enchantments that have given it the, the other capabilities mm-hmm. that it has. The Clockwork Accord is something that um, you only know, I think you've heard it maybe once or twice before, and it's some organization mm-hmm. over in um, Damas. Yep. Clockwork Accord, the uh, trains. Yes. Mm. Yeah, there you go. I, I, knew, I knew you've heard about it before, but yes, mm-hmm. the, the, the Clockwork Accord and their trains. So, mm-hmm. Mordenkind does not flat out by any means say, oh yeah, he's of our um, you know group, but he does say the head of the clock, yeah, Clockwork probably. Accord designed this, and I know. I crafted the, the enchantments mm-hmm. on them, so a small a small taste to, to something greater, perhaps. Sure. I will also say just because <clears throat> it might be pertinent or it might affect your understanding or your your knowledge. You knew how powerful Nathal was near the end of his life. Yes. I can only imagine. Well, you. I would assume you could cast the highest level circle spells and such the like conjure elementals from all four planes of well of wild fire and he also fell to the individual that's the fire scene. the threat is grave Great. I will. I will be, be, begin to carve out time in my schedule to devote to devote to research. If there are things I, I can learn about these articles of of creation, where the others may be, then I shall. I'm currently more preoccupied with the possible reemergence of dragon kind. Yeah, I got it. Based on what's happened recently. Yes. Based on at least one, if not two, revealing themselves to the East. It is of great concern. I have a inkling, but it's nothing that I have any foundations for. Please, sure. But there is a hobgoblin somewhere out to the East. The war priest, or the war priest that might have the transmutation handle. Handle transformation. And that might, might or might not be what one of those dragons was. It's just a theory, but given that dragons are not very common that I've ever heard of, fairy tales in some ways, but it's a possibility, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I will admit that I would prefer it if it was a hobgoblin that found the articles, the, the, the article of creation, of trans, transformation into his clutches that was becoming a dragon. I'd prefer that over the 
possi possibility that the dragons are re-emerging from the, the north and coming south. There are coalitions being made. Yeah. Not to undermine the threat, but I would prefer that scenario over the others. Like, given that there were multiple, probably. Right. Probably unlikely. Strokes his goatee a bit. Unifying theory. Well, as I said, I'll expand my, my research on all these fronts. And if I find information that is relevant toward to yours, I know how to communicate with you now. Is this a two-way street or is this emergency-only kind of situation in case I come up like, with some information like, hey, there's going to be an attack at blah. It is more of an emergency scenario. Do, do you know the sending spell? To the bane of my existence, I do not. I see. Hmm. Well, then, we'll have to do work in concert, but separate for the most part. We do have a ring that can store such a spell in it, so we're kind of having to find people who are able to cast such a thing so that we can send our messages. So it's not beyond our capabilities of sending one to you directly. Oh, but good. it would take a bit of preparation. I'm often not on this plane. So, as I said, we are, we are not some, some troop that bands together to, 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 to stamp out every evil or any, every great threat. I assumed not, but if there was something incredibly pertinent, I might inform you. Precisely. That would be quite wise. Mm -hmm. He cocks his head. He looks like uh, as if he's hearing something, and he says, Speaking of devils. Well, I, I hate to do to cut this short, but I must. Yep, I get it. He grabs the the cube again, flips it to a different side, puts it down, folds out. He says, can you uh, let, your, let yourself out of my study? Yep, sure. Let's take me back to the court city, or is there a possibility that I can stay in, in winter, whatever? In summer night? Summer night. You could stay. Would you prefer to stay here? I would like to know. The more places that I'm able to get to quickly, the better. And if I'm able to find, access a tree around here, then it's some place that if I'm needed somewhere further south, I can get to quickly. Ah, well in that case, he flips it to a different mm -hmm. facing, puts that, that down, it unfolds and says, Welcome to Summer Night. Thanks. As you step in, <laughs> you appear at the very, very peak mm -hmm. of a tower. And there's wind that just whips at, at whips at you as you see the vast ocean behind behind you, and the wind coming off of that quite hard, buffeting you. A very very stark change from, from the warm, like airless inter interior of where you were, just sends your cloak and your hair um, a flutter as you see that you are the very peak of this this tower, and it seems as though the um, transportation circle, the, the, the teleportation circle is etched in here in a way that now that the, the sigil is, the, the glow is fading, mm -hmm. um, somebody would need to know it was here, 
mm-hmm. to know it's here. Even somebody that climbed the very, very peak of this probably wouldn't know what they're looking at. They would just think it was the way that the, 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 the brick was laid. Those that know Telltale Circle would probably see and go, ah, that, that's what this mm-hmm. is. But it didn't pop you like um, in Silwood or mm-hmm. um, Shea Caradol or the um, Temptation Circles in the Court City. Those are ones that um, are known and are commonplace, right? Mm-hmm. This seems to be more of a private endeavor here. And you are about a thousand feet straight up in the air right now very highest point that you can see and you see the ocean behind you mm-hmm. you see summer night the the, the city that the city that they're sprawling uh it's it's about mid-afternoon at this point in time and you see the, the forest off in the, the distance nice hey morning Kane, can you hear me can i borrow this circle can i just push this down quick <laughs> i'll take out his book and like sketch down the teleportation theater girl, even though he doesn't know how to cast it. Sure. It's something like Annie knows. Sometimes. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or other things know. So, I'll do my best to recreate that on my sketchbook. And then be like, oh, thank God I didn't die today. <laughs> As I, like, fall backwards <laughs> off of the thing, air elemental. <laughs> and you zip your way where you choose to go. Mm-hmm. You're going to get um, intimate with a, with a tree, I assume, yep. on, on your way? Maybe a few, just to make sure that I got one always. Sure. So, maybe see what's around in the summer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can um, spend your time there. It very much, and there's a lot of restaurants and very comfortable inns. You see the um, um, Arcanics is mm-hmm. the name of the school here. It's a, it's, Arcanics. it's the, uh, yeah, like, Ar- like Arcane, but with an I X A R C A N I X. It appears to be the. Well, as you know, the most promising of students from the Moore Morgan University may choose to further their studies, and this mm-hmm. would be the place where they would further those studies. It's also where the, the Arcane Congress um, mm-hmm. operates from. So getting access inside, not going to, to happen, yeah, um, but you walk past and it's very much Is a it sacrifice me to yeah. be you? <laughs> no. yeah. yeah, heard of Morden Kanan? Morden Kanan? <laughs> Commodore Gus know what he says! Nice! Yes, so you see, it's a very central thing here. Mm-hmm. But besides that, it's a lot of comfortable homes and estates. Clearly, this city is for the wealthy and prosperous, which you could argue the, the court city is as well, mm-hmm. but where the court city is enormous and has every, everything from the highest peak of, esh- of, of, of echelon mm-hmm. to the slummiest of, of, of slums, here it really just seems like this entire city's probably, this entire town, really, it's just like, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a town, um, but a lot of the structures are large, and a lot of it is, um, you would estimate, probably of giant or dragon make originally mm-hmm. as as well. And unlike most of the cities that were once, that were founded on the um, bones of dragon giant cities, mm-hmm. um, those tend to become very large cities, like, like tens of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. There, if not in some ways, hundreds of thousands of people like the court, like the court city. Mm-hmm. Um, this one seems like it's a bit more exclusive. 
Kind of like a summer resort. It could fit a lot more people than you mm-hmm. see, and almost everybody that you see is wearing very fine clothing mm-hmm. um, and all that. So it very much is like a summer resort, um, a poor use of resources and space, perhaps. It's like, right. man, there are you know, but some people <coughs> prefer to live in there in the towns and villages. So it's, I'll just say it's a more exclusive type it's place. A summer club. Yeah, it's a summer club mm-hmm. joint um, with enormous buildings that were probably giant castles at one point in time or, or strongholds now being used as a um, summer resort for um, vacationers sure. sort of stuff mm-hmm. it is winter it's, it's you know it's not even spring yet so it's not very pop- populated mm-hmm. here um, but there's plays and, and food and, and drink and whatnot to have any number of activities um, could be found here in, in summer night and all will be um, welcoming mm-hmm. and it's kind of like being at an all-inclusive resort in like Jamaica you know mm-hmm. that right over the over the wall is like you know the rest rest of the world but here it seems like a place in and of itself cool. it's hard to remember that you're in like a third, like a third world country when you're at those things mm-hmm. not that Sermonet is but you are sort of on the outskirts and there's no other large cities until the court city which is a couple day journey, a few mm-hmm. day journey away. Cool. Puffy so, yeah. winter coat. Maybe puffy winter cloak. There you go. And there you I'm go. gonna see if we're at the Arcane Congress. Basically, I'm gonna see if there's a like school store. Basically, just a, like a store that would sell magic items here, or magic items in any, any capacity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. There are for sure. They're mostly more trinkets and baubles of mm-hmm. the sort. The Makes the, sense. the more common type things that you cook that you could, could get in, in the court city mm-hmm. as well um basically just looking to see if they've got any more scrolls that i don't have yes that i could have known good question um i mean since we're in place of knowledge that's all i have is the question yeah. um it's not like i need to like live here for a month mm-hmm. or anything but I'm not even sure what, what spells you, you still need. You probably have a list of ones that you are I, looking for. I do. <laughs> what are you still looking for? I am still looking for, honestly, um, not many. I'm getting actually pretty close at this point. But I need a um, ritual book, at least. Um, spell book. The instant summon, which is the highest level that I could ever get. Mm-hmm. Um, contact other plane. Uh, tiny Hut, Feign Death, Gentle Repose, er, Gentle Repose, uh, Tensor's Floating Disc, and that is it, I think. You do get a scroll of Tensor's Floating Disc. Woohoo! The, they, they do have other scrolls there as well, but you you already, already know mm-hmm. those ones. Of that list, Tensor's Floating Disc is the one that you... C, mm-hmm. and you can buy that for that's a first level spell, right? Yes, first level. The last of the first level spells they don't have. That will only cost you sixty gold. I would uh, happily do that. Okay, I mm-hmm. have sixty on there. All right, five hundred and sixty. Four thousand nine hundred and forty. All right, that's my current total. Okay. Yeah, you, you, you can you can transcribe that and add that to your spell book and. Uh, so. Perfect. Interesting. I don't know how I'm going to use that yet, but I'll figure something out. There's plenty on here that I haven't actually used yet. Sure. So, but they're useful when they're useful. 
Yeah. All right. I'm gonna head back over to my version of your whiteboard. What other activities now that after that sort of random reveal and very strange, <laughs> you feel this thing in your like pop in your pocket. You put your hands on it. And you look at it to tell the, the the time, and you're like, "This is so." It's it, mm-hmm. it was so sudden that it almost seems like a, like a, a dream, mm-hmm. like it didn't actually happen. Like, hold on a minute, I just went to go talk to Commodore Guff, what I thought would be like an ongoing collaboration, and instead, am I a part of the Power Rangers? Like, or like the White Lotus or something? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a very good. Yeah, and like, mm-hmm. did I just become a part of some secret organization where even the other members don't know who they are? Mm-hmm. So what it feels like. We get uniforms. Yeah, and there's there's some aspect that's almost a bit scary like if this isn't important enough for him to drop everything and (laughs) focus on whatever chaos is out there well I don't know what a demigorgon is but Steven is aware of how (laughs) terribly that is yeah Steven Steven's like oh Oh, there was a like demigorgon like here Mm -hmm. like and and like like Norwin doesn't know but as Steven knows he's like yeah I mean there are threats to D&D worlds of fantasy worlds that are constant mm-hmm. whether it's you know just planar gates opening up and just dis- dis- destroying you know entire entire realms or demon princes or mm-hmm. angels who want to come come down and have their brand of justice or rogue elementals or krakens in the fucking ocean that mm-hmm. that come from the plane of water and sink enormous ships and all those mm-hmm. things there's so many threats that exist that uh Needs Power Rangers. <laughs> needs needs the order of the White Lotus to take care yeah. of. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a lot, obviously. So it's weird. You just sort of like spend the rest of your day here going, I'm just gonna appreciate maybe a dinner and a show. Yep. <laughs> to, to like, but the the thing that I guess the point was the thing that grounds you to like, did that really happen? Is you have this thing in in your hand. You're not entirely sure what it means and what the long-term effects of this are, but you have evidence of this shit happening. I I will get you an item card for that as well. Cool. All right. It has a couple properties to it that I will, uh, again, share with you via card. Mm -hmm. How how likely was that to have happened? (laughs) Uh, I had a feeling that you wanted to to meet Commodore Guff, Mm -hmm. and depending on how your conversation with him went, and I know you, I know mm-hmm. Norwin. I didn't know that you were going to give him that book. Mm-hmm. It's kind of happenstance, I didn't either. Yeah, but yeah. just depending on how your conversation went, it was one of those things like, because he, he, he's looking for, he's always looking for people mm-hmm. that are powerful and don't expect anything mm-hmm. in return. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as, as you can imagine, we, we, Recruiting for a group like this is not something he's actively doing. It's more yeah. when the people show up, he'll look into it. And when you were 19 years old casting 7th level spells, he knew that there was something far more that's almost mm-hmm. impossible. Mm-hmm. Then he began to dig in and, and stuff and has his, his ways of divining mm-hmm. things, you know, just divination magics mm-hmm. can sometimes just put information in your head. Yep. So he was able to suss out uh, um, stuff and he... And like imagine back in the day, he and um, the Corps Salutar were mm-hmm. adventuring companions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So yeah. I would say that there was it was pretty likely mm-hmm. if you had skipped it, then it, it wouldn't wouldn't have have happened. And if mm-hmm. you had had 
you know, been super really reluctant to talk to him about anything, it wouldn't have happened. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought that there was probably a 75% chance that it would happen, hence why I brought the book, just to slap right, right in front, yep. front of you. That's true, man. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whenever you see a named character come, you're like, hello. Yep. <laughs> like, I freaked my shit out with Volo, too. I was like, ah! Yep. <laughs> so, no, that's, that's pretty cool. I wanted to ask him how he did all that shit. Uh, but that's okay. It's another time. How he did all what shit? Uh, like, just how did he, like, know from the look that he was like, oh, no, oh. Well, he okay. didn't. That yeah. that took the that was the um, mm-hmm. research that oh, he that had to do. He, it sounded like you like. Oh, I, I kind of. No, no, no. He, you looked familiar, mm-hmm. and the cast you could you could do the crazy high sp- spells was strange. Then mm-hmm. he spent several days looking into you, mm-hmm. because to him, what his first thought was, you are a threat. Yep, that makes sense. You are here at this gall of the if you if you if you can do this. You could probably destroy her entire estate and everybody in there, right? I Maybe. mean, think about it, like you could cast earthquake. You, you now you have a eighth level spell. Yeah. Boom, earthquake. Yeah, take really take down the there. entire place. Yeah. Sure, mm-hmm. but um, at the end end of the day, yeah. casting seventh eighth level spells is so uncommon that, mm-hmm. and you're so young that mm-hmm. it was like, you seem to have a good head on your shoulders, but. He wanted to make sure. Wanted to make sure. And then he began to piece together, again, divining. Um, mm-hmm. He has his ways um, mm-hmm. of finding other things. He was able to piece together um, a bit more of your, your past quickly. Yep, just obviously. Goes the, just goes to show the resources at his disposal after collecting things for 700 years. Yeah. Apparently this wrinkly old man somehow's not wrinkly or old. Well, he's old, but not wrinkly. <laughs> he's he 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 looks great for being seven hundred, even yeah. though his actual visage looked like he was maybe fifty. Yeah, exactly. But. It's like, how does that work? Unless he's like constantly doing slankrum something. I don't, I don't know how that works. It probably wouldn't even work that well. Yes, Stephen w- wants to know all the answers, but Stephen will have to just be okay not not knowing no, things, <laughs> the mysteries I'll, of the world. I'll just, I'll just think about <laughs> it. Yeah, I'll yeah, no. Um, okay, I'm going to check to see if there's any, uh... Oh, Southbrush might be around here. Uh, cold environment, light snowfall? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, not near the grubby Port City people. They might not care as much about the stuff down here. Now that you are doing, um, foraging, yeah. let me go ahead and roll... Because I'll use the, uh, locate plants. Yes, yeah. which will save you a lot of time and effort. Mm-hmm. Let's do a 35% chance here. Uh, nope. You do not find Savbrush. There's the, your detect plants does not point to you toward any Savbrush. That's okay. Well, I guess it depends on how, how long are you going to... Um, like, how long do you want to forage around here? Do you want to, like, spend the night here and then do it, do it like, the next day? For, like, yeah, I might spend, like, a, a day, day or so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as well if I'm here. Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, yes. And no. So, after spending six hours, you do find some. Uh, well, I should say that that some exist. I don't. I don't know if you can even fail. I can maybe fail that. You can. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead yeah. and roll your nature check. I believe. Let me check here. It's a brush. Actually, it's pretty hard to find. Yeah, uh, 16 is pretty tough. Yeah, and I only have a plus 9 to that. Mm. So, for nature. 
Um, that it, <laughs> I didn't find it. I got a one plus nine. Didn't? Oh my Ten. god! Uh-huh. Unbelievable. You know it's there you somewhere, but you know it might just be buried in mm-hmm. snow. This moment time, it's yeah. one of those things like like you know it's there. You located plants. That would have been better. But you literally. Mm-hmm. Can't find it. Yeah, such is the way that. Such, such, such is the way. Such is the way. Such is the way. Maybe such. mine's just too. It's kind of blowing at the moment. I'm just kind of. Like, imagine just digging through snow, yeah. like looking like. What the fuck does that. Does yeah. everybody like that in their conversations? <laughs> yep. So, alright, well, I did my best. Got a little fresh air outside of the city. Yep. Exactly. I got, I got tensors floating discs. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And you, you can learn, um, you've learned ochre bloom oil, how to yep. make that. That's you also very good. have your staves combined. Mm-hmm. You um, got a cool watch. Yeah, found a very cool watch. Um, is there any other activities you specifically want to do over the next couple of weeks or so that, that, that you have? Yeah, obviously I'll have to go back to the Port City. So I'll do that at some mm-hmm. point. Um... I need to pick up Perf at some point. Yeah. Whenever he messages me. He'd probably be doing that pretty close around this time point, so you can, mm-hmm. m- maybe even while you're in Summer Night, you, you can... Just go straight to him. O- over mm-hmm. to, to Silwood, bring him back to, to Highmont. Yeah, that might be good. And then uh, you could, then you could stay there for a while, you could go to the mm-hmm. court city, so... Yeah, I'd probably do that then if he contacts me when I was roughly around there, because I'd probably spend like, yeah. a day or two looking around in Summer Night, or... Yes, that's summer night. Yep. Yeah, because I would. I obviously have never been down that area. Yeah. yeah. So actually, how freaking close? No, it's not. It's not close. Uh, summer night to that other phase state. It's, it's like across the way. Yeah, it's across the way. It would be a bit of travel, even even via wind walk. Yeah. So uh, yes, it's yeah quite a bit to Sunsell, I guess. Why are these both named labeled Sunsell? I mean, it's just is it just like Michigan, where it's like. Oh, it's Sun Osil. Yeah. Sun, okay. Sun Sil and Tuna Sil. Tuna Sil. I get it. Okay. Actually, the Port City is not as far away from that as I thought it was. So. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. and to put that, I know I, for some reason I was dumb. I, didn't, I don't actually mm-hmm. have the um, distances on your thing. That's okay. To put that into context, from summer night to the Court City is about, um, this is a... Perfect. That's 125 almost exactly. So it's about 200 miles. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it doesn't look like like much on on your map, but it is about 200 miles from summer night to the court city. So that would be mm-hmm. like you can go 24 miles a day. Mm-hmm. So that puts into context yep. how how far that would really it's be. It's 240 in the air. It looks like from the wind walk based on what you have written. Yes, to the to, to the, mm-hmm. the court city. Yes, court I was city. thinking over to Sunsil. If that's where you were wanting to go, that would be um, that's one twenty five there, and another one twenty. So that's two two fifty. Actually, yeah, you could fly across that um, chasm and 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 then trudge trudge it or whatever. Um, Become a giant eel. If you wanted to get to Sunsil, you could do it within a day's a day's journey, mm-hmm. day and a half walk. maybe. Yeah, yeah. if you want to, to win walk from summer night. Yeah, well, I anticipate or probably contacting you soon. So probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, mm-hmm. take taking time out of it now. Any fair. other could just end activities you mm-hmm. want to to do? Uh, let's see. 
it from that. That is pretty that's pretty good. I don't think there's gonna be any way for me to research the spells of such high level of like, you know, whatever he was doing in the just because I don't have access to those resources because mm-hmm. the Congress, you have to be like a member of that. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. mostly they're holding things like how to cast the, mm-hmm. those things, but go, go, go ahead and make, if you want to return to the Paladin mm-hmm. name and, and do a yeah. few few days of research, go ahead and make a, a roll, mm-hmm. an investigation check. That was Ooh. actually pretty good. 17 plus 5, 4. four okay, so 21. 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you... you uh, one spell in particular that comes up is... Disintegrate. disintegrate. Yeah, that was one I was talking um, about it's, with the arms. Thing. Yeah, it's technically a transmutation spell, mm-hmm. but it transmutes you into dust, into to ash. Um, so that would be one, and you remember seeing that's actually how um, Starwind died. Yeah, it was disintegrate. Was, was mm-hmm. right, right to the face. Mm-hmm. So you do learn about that one. When you look up spells, like things that, that prevent damage mm-hmm. um, with a 21 roll, you would know that there are, and it's not, going to, it's not going to say like, ninth level spell, invulnerability, but you do mm-hmm. know that there are the, the highest echelons, the most terrifying of spells can allow some mm-hmm. to summon, you know, meteors from, 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 mm-hmm. from about to manifest raw fire and stone to obliterate entire forests and armies and there are spells on the on the opposite side of the coin can revive a life that, that has been lost for centuries mm-hmm. there are spells that allow you to completely shrug off any physical effect you know so you, mm-hmm. you get like more like not like academic how-to guides but yeah. as far as learning that these sorts of spells exist mm-hmm. and they have been rec- recorded in history is enough to make you okay well there's but you kind of already knew that right that there are high level spells mm-hmm. like that um I'm trying to see if there's like a thread that kind of tied them all together or anything like if they all had like the same kind of school of magic or like yeah that. you don't necessarily see same school of m- magic with mm-hmm. that that as you piece together these things the School of man, and he seems to do a lot of um teleporty mm-hmm. type stuff, yep. and all tele- teleportation is is under believe it or not the school of conjuration. Oh, conjuration! That's yeah, I know it's it's true. I thought it was weird too. <laughs> and you, you like, and you as normally like, well, I usually think of like conjuration as mm-hmm. I conjure a something. Yeah, but in this case, it's con- conjuring yourself somewhere else. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. interesting. Um, and the fact that he can do that, it's hard to see where these threads are. Mm-hmm. You know, like, do these scrolls govern a school of magic? Because that was one of his original thoughts, was, like, maybe it's right. a school of magic. And you don't see that. You don't mm-hmm. You don't get that. But if you dig in, you know, this is, like, days of research, not mm-hmm. this part. If you dig in deeper, you know, the schools of magic themselves are not ironclad things. They're not mm-hmm. forever lasting, um, you know, platinum um, you know, statues of fact. There's arguments. You know, what constitutes as this, and, and this, and this. These spells don't don't haven't always existed. Modern spells are things that have been developed over time, right? By mm-hmm. people like the arcane. Yes, they develop spells, but they also perfect existing things. Mm-hmm. People a thousand years ago. Take this for, for take this for example a. Spell that everybody knows, fireball. 
mm-hmm. used it on the warfare, has been used for a thousand years time. Mm-hmm. Fireball, a thousand years ago, would have would have t- taken three wizards working in tan- tandem mm-hmm. and ten minute casting time to cast a single f- 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 fireball. Mm-hmm. More of a arcane trebuchet, mm-hmm. if, if, if you will. Yep. And nowadays, one wizard can cast it like, like, like that. And that's because it's been perfected and refined and mm-hmm. mages and, and have worked toward that mm-hmm. to, to create that. So the whole idea of schools of magic, um, you can read, you know, some mm-hmm. summaries and reports, uh, um, things from arcane congresses, uh, arcane congress members of old. Um, there's an entire, there's an entire educational tome that is allowed to be in the Palinades. It's not a how-to. It's more of a um, series of, of, of essays mm-hmm. from a figure known as Helminster. And Elminster goes on in his essays to discuss how the entire fabric of magic and the schools of magic, people think are ironclad, but they are not. They are mm-hmm. constructs of mortal kind. Trying mortal kind exactly wants mm-hmm. to categorize mm-hmm. things that exist and ways to manipulate this. And we call for example, a simple mm-hmm. cure, cure, cure wounds falls under the purview of an evocation spell mm-hmm. because it manipulates raw energy. Mm-hmm. But there are there are other classifications that exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> go ahead and make another check to okay. see another investigation check here to see if you're lucky, lucky boy. Uh, that is another four, so eighteen. Um. Elminster would go on to, in a different um, series of essays and whatnot, would list a a variety of other classifications that have been had for um, spellcraft, Mm -hmm. for what what currently is accepted almost globally as schools of magic. Mm -hmm. Many other people do not consider them that. And where do things like key? fall into to the, oh key, there you go mm-hmm. monks and, and key where do all these other things fit in that where does a dragon's breath fall into these classifications if they're not schools of magic and, and, mm-hmm. and arcana really it's all just different ways of manipulating the weave mm-hmm. and the more that people manipulate the weave in a certain way the easier it is to manipulate it in that way almost mm-hmm. instilling to bring things full, full full circle, almost mm-hmm. instilling ancestral intent mm-hmm. upon the upon the weave. If you have a bucket of clay and you continuously mold it into the shape of, of a cat mm-hmm. over the term of hundreds of years, is it true that it'll eventually become easier to manipulate that clay into the, into the, the shape of a cat? Many m- m- many scientists say. No, that's complete mm-hmm. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Clay is clay. It's not going to want to be a cat anymore just because it has been a cat a million times in the past. Mm-hmm. Philosophers might say, no, that is that it will. The clay will more easily take the shape of, of, of that. Mm-hmm. Elminster believes that philosophically, and it can, there's evidence showing this, mm-hmm. that the weave it's easier to, easy to manipulate the, the weave in ways that has, it, it has been manipulated in the past. Mm-hmm. So this all comes in his essays full circle to classifications of 
magic have been broken up in other ways, such as um, raw energy, creation, transformation, um, life. And then it could be argued, well, necromancy and healing spells could both very easily be, un be under the same life category. Mm -hmm. It is arbitrary differences. They're very different in how, mm -hmm. how they cast. You know, one is raw energy, one is dealing with souls. But they could be under the same classification, mm -hmm. will. Spells that manipulate will, instilling your will upon others. Mm -hmm. um, divination is an arbitrary classification. Mm -hmm. Enchantment is an arbitrary classification. Yes, we understand that enchantment spells do this and divination spells do this, but at the end, are they not both manifestations of will? Mm -hmm. So he conjectures that you could um, break them into five broad categories of uh, um, energy, cre creation, will, uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, energy, creation, uh, life, will, and, and transformation, which Norwin would remember would be, you know, when the Undying Court was basically spilling the mega beans about the, um, the, um, Tenshi Kaigen, the mm -hmm. Articles of Creation, that there That's were right. those five, and Void. Mm -hmm. Elminster's essays don't bring up Void specifically, mm -hmm. um, but just as a general philosophical debate sort mm -hmm. of skews the idea of schools of of magic as being as ironclad as people think that, that they are and encourages um, and says actually that forcing students to think in these rigid ways mm -hmm. makes it easier to, to learn spells, yes but it may do more harm than good in the long run as it stifles create, creativity mm -hmm. it stifles innovation they become so enthralled in this enchantment, you know, methodologies mm -hmm. that they don't understand that that is that could apply those things in other in other ways. Mm -hmm. And the number of people experimenting with magic and to create new wonderful things is dwindling, mm -hmm. as more people are using it as a means to an an, an end. Mm -hmm. Does the world need more lamp lighters? Or locks, locksmiths in the court or in the the court city, mm -hmm. or does it need more true innovators to create the next thing, the mm -hmm. next great spell that will change the world? Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. That's what you get. Yeah, nice. Okay, take that. There's it. I can Congress. Well, if you remember it and you want to slap me that, go right ahead. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll right do so because I can't remember it off the top of my brain. Noodle. It was something in the court city. 
Lost from membranes, meat. No problem. You'll, you'll think of it eventually, mm -hmm. and then yeah. you can you can let me know. Yeah. So if we're if I were to suggest to Earth, like going to the monasteries in Green Mountain or whatever it was called, Green Peak Mountains. Green Peak Mountains. Would that be then something that we would just do on Slack then with him? If he was interested I, in doing so, I'm sure he'd be interested. I don't know if he. I, I, I don't I don't know if he'd be interested interested in that. Um, also, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't rely on Slack for the three of us for that because mm -hmm. I think Theo's access to, to 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 Slack. You know, we work on on computers all day. He doesn't he doesn't have that quote unquote luxury sure. of doing that. Not that I think that's a luxury per se at all. Yeah. But you know, so it's, it's, I I wouldn't rely on on, on mm -hmm. him for that. Um. I would say, you know, given time and research, you could locate a monastery, but I might, I might ask you to keep that mm -hmm. to a, to a, a Stephen, a Norman task. Okay. Otherwise it involves Earth, and then we have, have to involve Leo, and while he might in, enjoy that, it might not be something that just makes a lot of sense. No, I get it. Right now, you mm -hmm. know? So if you want to, to go yourself and meet people, you mm -hmm. can. Yeah, Norman might do that then. But I don't know. I guess he wouldn't have to necessarily go with Earth to Heimat. He could send Earth off to Heimat and go down to Greensome. Green Peak. Why can I not think of that or remember that name? Green Peak Mountains? Green Peak Mountains. Yeah, those are right up there next yeah. to Heimat. I mean, he could just do this, basically, and keep going. But that would be a... Um, that's, quite a that's quite a journey. Because I'd have to basically use Windwalk to get probably I'd have to figure out how to even find the monastery within the mountains and then I'd have to get off to Hyamon and then back to the Gord City Which, yeah mm -hmm. I, I, I would say if you want to visit the the because there's no map south the monastery is here there's no, no. signs that's going to be a traversal a trek like a monastery would, would be here mm -hmm. um, so that would be something where we do some so some role some perception we'll see if you can even huh. even find it, mm -hmm. assume that you're flying in the air, and it could take up a good amount of, of, of your, your time. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's up to you. If it, I would say probably you're down to either that mm -hmm. or doing the Unfei States part mm -hmm. if you want to um, spend a, a, a good amount of days doing mm -hmm. uh, um, herb hunting mm -hmm. in a variety of low locations. Yeah. So it's your choice to start narrowing down what you'd like to, to do with you more of your downtime. Yeah, I don't know what kind of information I could get from the monks, other from just like we hit, we hit things well, and, and you're also not sure how welcome you'd be there. Exactly. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. you don't. The information there is that they're very rec mm -hmm. reclusive, so you're not entirely sure how well, welcome you would be and what information, how well you'd be received. Exactly. Yep, that makes sense. So I think I'll leave that one be. So we'll just assume that I do that trek for him. Mm -hmm. Um. Hmm, this is curious. Oh, that's what it is. I remembered. Yes. It was, I would keep, since I'm, you know, obviously spending a bunch of time, you know, refreshing my spell slots and stuff, you know, resting and, yep. and doing other stuff, obviously, because I need to in order to go around places. Sure. 
um, I would occasionally keep trying to scry on that person. Because mm. mostly I want to see if, you know, out of curiosity, just to know what they look like, and also I'm curious if they're elves. Elvish. Yes. Mm-hmm. I very much doubt she will make three 18s here. Mm-hmm. 118, 116, 114. Yeah, so... That's pretty high. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are really high rolls. Jesus. Actually, she might still make all of those. Oh, because you don't know her. Plus five. That's right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because you don't really know her. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot. Yeah. She, yeah, you try, try, try. Mm-hmm. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. But you have a lot of time. I'm sure eventually it'll work. Like, mm-hmm. statistically, this can't... Five. Okay, there we there go. go. That's ten. So I'm going like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll just in case. She's like, no, get out of my fucking mind, bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, She's the <laughs> You see her? She's not doing anything too interesting. Mm-hmm. She is living a life. She doesn't talk when, when, when you see her. She's just humming a tune. Mm-hmm. She seems, seems to be um, weaving a basket of, of of sorts, and she is a human. Okay. She's human. She is human. Yes. Okay. Noted. Yes. All right. This is kind of fun to know. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if Norman was like from a village of all elves or something. Sure, no, yeah. So, uh... Well, and I, I, no, now that you have your memories back, mm-hmm. partially of those times, you know for a fact that there were... Saranac was mostly human. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, the whole village was maybe like 110 people at most. Like, let's just say it's like a, 100 people to, to make it easy. Mm-hmm. And you were in one of like four elf families there. Okay. So there's maybe like like 12 elves okay. there. So it wasn't some, you know, mm-hmm. crazy huge number. It, you weren't like one of, you weren't like the only elf family there or anything. Oh, it was sure, most, sure. mostly mostly human, like like like, th- like six halfling families, um, all that sort of stuff, but mostly human. Okay, cool. Yeah, that was just, it was just, uh, it was niggling at the back of his mind. He yep. wanted to take care of that, literally, at the back of my mind, too. Mm-hmm. So, yes. You know, what was I saying there? So, I don't necessarily know how... Uh, I kind of want to go... The only reason I would want to go to the, the phase states is that it might, might, might be relevant to the, the group about... Because what did that other... Maybe he found something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He might not have found anything, because if he had found something, he probably would have written it. Mm-hmm. Would be my assumption. However, I don't know that to be fact. It also could be something that was needling him, given the fact that he was kind of, you know, slapped by the civis, and then he's like, well, I'm going to do more research out of it on my own. Something. So that's a possibility, too. Uh, all right. I'm going... I'll say that maybe... Norman does make the trek to the face states. If nothing else, it would give him a few more trees on the way, mm-hmm. so it would be more places around that he could then teleport if needed. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Which city... Start with the closest. Yeah. Okay. So it would be... Gatesville. Okay. Uh, you ask around, they don't, they, he's not there, they don't know of, of him. Okay. He spent a couple, couple days, or a day or so there. Mm-hmm. Yep, and so then I'll go back to, I guess, Armisil. Mm-hmm. Then I can have it into Castle Wind Walk, basically. 
here a lot. So then I'll go to arm myself, maybe touch some fey wood trees on the way. Sure. You know, stop maybe, you know, at, maybe at the, each point here, the top, the middle, and the bottom. Sure. So I've got one of each of those. Uh, make a investigation check. Okay. Oh, shit. You're rolling well, dice. Uh, that is 18 plus 4, so 22. Very nice. You do eventually find him in your last des- destination here in mm-hmm. s- s- uh, Sunsil. The, the, sun there. They, they do... Oh, shit. They do know of him. You're eventually pointing. You know, you just go around asking folks, you know, are there any broadsheets here? No, but there is um, postings Mm -hmm. that are are made in someone's hand, and they'll, you know, post it on a thing, um, and people will come and read that, or they'll go to to people and they'll read it out loud. These three (coughs) cities, by, by the way, are all large. Not mm-hmm. quite say large, of course. N- nothing's quite 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 say large, but they are Heimat size, mm-hmm. and they are definitely of like giant or dragon make. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, every city on on that map that has an, an icon is a previous giant or dragon city. I'll just say that. It makes sense. Um, so they're the big ones there. So these three cities um, were one time very much like the uh, gems and the jewels of. Hey, uh, minus the the, the the court city itself. Partially, probably why they broke apart. They have, they have all the abundance of resources that they need from the Fay Wood and the Fay Lake and the uh, and the the, the 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 ocean there beneath mm-hmm. them, um, the seawater ocean, and they have all means of um, mercantile business because the Fay Lake, I believe, is the southern terminus of that um, winding river that, that that comes up. So they're very lucrative, very well-off places, and mm-hmm. they're big. Like, three high mots all, all pretty close to, to eat each other. They're all working in concert, but separate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of those things where Ceremonia really had a loss when that happened, um, mm-hmm. but short of having war with your own people. Like, what do you, what do, you do about mm-hmm. that? Um, so yeah, it's kind of fascinating seeing more places like like that, um, easy to, to, to spend time, gold and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You do eventually find him. He, um, you want to speak with him, you, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, mm-hmm. he really doesn't have a lot more more information for, for you. And on one on, on one hand, you're 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 disappointed. On the other hand, you're you're happy. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And um, just not to to spend more time than we, we need to on it. Jevin or Borlas is um is in his his uh, 30s now mm-hmm. at this point and he just he doesn't even remember this this, this story mm-hmm. and then he said well I remember it's this one and he's like oh yeah yeah and you realize he basically through the course of this you learned that that was a big reason why he did ultimately leave the, the, the court city uh, mm-hmm. a couple of years after is uh, they said he was rattling cages that didn't need to be rattled mm-hmm. um causing people to panic that didn't did not need that especially mm-hmm. since that was at the very that was before the war started that was one of the initial incursions that mm-hmm. sparked the war and they didn't need pe- people getting all hot and bothered mm-hmm. and he thought that was complete bullshit like 
journalism mm-hmm. should, should, is a sacred thing. We should not be hiding information. We should be spreading it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's able to do that here in the face states. And he travels a- around. He, mm-hmm. he, he does his research um, and all that stuff. But if you ask him, like, do you have any information? Was there anything that you mm-hmm. know more? He really doesn't know more. Um, okay. He's happy to talk your ear off. You enjoy some some some. some coffee mm-hmm. and crumpets with him yeah i would and actually take him out to a really nice dinner okay that's like a thank you basically. yeah yeah and he mm-hmm. will you mm-hmm. ultimately leave leave that uh pleasant enough and mm-hmm. a pleasant enough individual um he doesn't have any pressing information you're like do you, do you know anything else about that you kind of press mm-hmm. him a little bit and he'll talk your ear off you spend you know it's one of those um dinners where he just orders more you know more wine and food since it's mm-hmm. on your tear tab anyways mm-hmm. and um ends up being a three and a half hour long time with with him as you're taking some notes here and there but ultimately it's just a lot of stuff that you either already know or things that are very detailed to the face states that while in while interesting do not mean anything for your overall goals yep that's cool we could sit here all day, and mm-hmm. I could maybe I I could make up you know crime in the face states, but yep, yep, yep. you don't sense anything that's um, at least that like he's telling you or divulging that is of crucial importance. Okay, cool. That is just fine. Are there any trees around Sunsil also? Oh yeah, that's pretty oh, yeah. far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'd learn about a tree there, and then in you know, a couple around here. Basically, every city I want to go, I want to make sure I touch sure. a tree or two. Just to make sure, because I'm kind of building our little, you know, yeah, our little network. Yeah, and makes so sense. It's, it's a very good use of your time for, for the month. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that means I've got a tree down summer night, here, 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 here. Yeah, because this, this river right here is mm-hmm. a major thoroughfare for, mm-hmm. for trade. Essentially, all trade that heads even from Agrestone down... Mm-hmm makes its way eventually along here. And these are all cities. You see these big cities here? Mm-hmm. They're all major um, bastions and cities. And that's what makes these people so freaking um, lucrative is mm-hmm. they are the terminus of that. Okay, cool. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just looking. Norm's got a fairly, a fairly good grasp then. Yeah. I mean, he's got some now in, in Elfheim. Got some here, Court City, obviously down wherever his tree is. Summer night, okay. yeah. I think that's pretty good. Got up to the Griller Wood. Probably yeah, knows something around here. I don't know. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't really know about touching yeah, trees. Yeah, you didn't then. know. You didn't know about touching trees way back then. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Oh, well, I guess next time we go to there, we can touch trees. So we can always go up here and then fly across or something. I don't know if that would actually be closer than here. Actually, high miles closer, maybe less treacherous. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's not a bad use of time. I'll take that and say victory. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that is probably most of what I would be able to accomplish in my time, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you want... I think the last thing on, on my list is if you wanted to... Um, to go back to your home tree, mm-hmm. check it out, make sure it's, it's all good, and uh, spend some time, some more time, like, picking up... Um, like t- t- trying to find herbs. herbs and stuff. Yeah, that would be great if I had time for that too. Yeah. yeah, I would say you have some time. You know, you have a few days he- okay. here and there, and it's nice. And yeah, it's nice to it. sleep in your own home. Yeah, um, that sort of thing. So Major, it's still good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So which do you want to? Um, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll use locate plants. But, but, yeah, isn't absolutely. that a ritual? It's a ritual. Yeah. So it's so good. It's basically free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So which um, 
If we say that you have even like two full days, you can make um, eight different checks and you can check for all, all of them. Yeah, that would be good. I mean, in particular, I need Nobweed to make basically anything. Nobweed or Valley's Blush are the ones that I absolutely need. I don't know if there's any that would be near my place, though. Um, if there's, I don't know if there's a river near my place. You would... Yeah. Uh, it's a Nature DC 10 to find. So go ahead and roll a... Yeah, yeah, roll a 1d4. 1d4. Three. Three. So you find three plants of knobweed. Ooh. Nice. Oops. Three knobweed. Mm-hmm. Plus three. Mm-hmm. Groovy. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you want? You would want to look for with your with your time. Let's see. Is there any? Where's this grow? Sun and shade. Mm, maybe Valley's Blush. If there's somewhere around. Says we're spending hours on that. Yeah, twenty-three. Ooh. Twenty-three. Go ahead and roll one d four. All right. One. One. One Valley's Blush. One Valley's Blush. But that's great because that makes two overall. Because uh, I had one. Great. And anything else? Since those were coming, those both of those rolls were were, were good for you right mm -hmm. away. So you still have more time to search for other stuff if you want to. Um, let's just see if there is. Let's see if there's any. Well, case earth is like all janked up. Maybe I'll check for ridge bark. Also for Annie's sake. Desolate areas where temperature is high. That would have been better in here. Yeah, it would have been. So not a high chance of it, but you never know. No go. Way too high. Alright. And we'll let you do one more. One more plant type that you can, you know, Let's do attack plants and... Interior's chill. Well, chill. Let's try intergold, I guess. That might be... How near rivers with temperatures chill? Mm-hmm. Near rivers, yeah. You can, you know, you 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 need 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 to have a source of, uh, of of fresh water if that was your home. So there's probably creeks or whatever yeah, else around. That's what I you're spending time, you know. You can easily fly. That's the thing with Norman. He can get wherever he needs to go. You can cast spells up and right. He's used to, to living by himself. Uh, mm -hmm. Again, he's probably it's almost relaxing for him to just go back back to mm -hmm. home and do the old fashioned stuff. Yeah, I mean, so this is I'll the longest give... he's been away from Annie and Earth since he's met them. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Um, then mm -hmm. one square mile, but you do have that uh, spell. So let's just see if there are any. Um, mm -hmm. I'll give you four goals here. Because can you fail a nature? Yes, you can. Uh, actually, go ahead and make. Um, yes, I can. Uh, no, because that's a waste of your time. Because it's not not there anyways. Mm -hmm. well, not that square mile. Not in that square mile. Uh, yes, in that square mile there would be, and then not in that one. So you, in one area you do find some. Go ahead and roll a your nature check, see if you find it. I'm gonna use the flower one. 
No, wait. Oh, no. No, 13. Nope. Son of a bitch. It's, it's a 14. It's a 15. Son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yep. 15. That sucks. You, I have a plus 9. <laughs> that's crazy that, that you literally can't fail making some of them, and you have a very low chance of not mm-hmm. finding them. Yep. But, How again, it, it, and it's, it's ridiculous, because it's like the same scenario mm-hmm. where you... You know it's there, but it's yeah. probably just buried in, in snow, snow somewhere. And the, like the fine plant, geofact. it's like it gives you a... Yeah, it is. It's mm-hmm. like the fine... I imagine the fine plants is like, you know it's there, mm-hmm. but it's not going... It's not like a GPS that's going to say it's right here. It's mm-hmm. just like, no, it's it's here. It's somewhere within this, you know, 100-yard, mm-hmm. you know, football field-sized thing. But mm-hmm. with all the snow and, and foliage, you just spend all hours it. and the sun is setting and you're like... No, can't do anything can't, about it. Can't find it. Yep, no that's luck. just the way of it. So it's fine. I can still make. It requires hundred gold. Two hundred gold. Yeah, if you have two hundred gold, I only have bulbs. Mine. Oh my god, mine. that's so <laughs> shitty. I actually feel really bad because yeah, I'm like, dude, it's you, not your you like. It was there. It was there. And you <laughs> were so close to find it. You were off by two. I know. Find it. And then, because I was like, oh, cool, because he, cause it requires one knob we'd sap. sap. If I was blush, you have two of them. Yeah, it would have been I an mean, AD. boom, you would have been, that'd be huge. But, yep, uh, exactly. But so it's just the way of the dice such sometimes. the dice suck. Yeah, but at least I have, if I come across another hintergold at some point, at least I have the means of making it now. Yes, and the so. worst part is I even have the hintergold here, the card that says, with Valley's blush. Ah. Some bitch. Ouch. It's okay. It'll come. It'll, it'll, it'll come. come. Mhm. I could. I think I'll take this. Oh, I don't have the ochre bloom thing. Uh, how much does the ochre bloom require? Ochre bloom. Mhm. Yes. Now that you know how to do it, though I think you did give all that back to them. I right? have one. Oh yes, right. You have one because it takes. Two. I think it must take two then. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It takes two. It takes two. Uh, it requires two valleys blush oh, yeah. and two full ochre bloom plants. Oh, yeah, so that's all. Yeah, okay. So you can't make it even better than it is because of the valley blush thing. Exactly. Okay, cool. Exactly. Noted. Well, I'll keep that in mind in case I come across either an ochre bloom or an intergold. Then, do I have wild amber? I don't have. Oh, I have four wild amber, but it costs like fucking five, I think, or something. It requires like a lot of fucking shit. Yeah, five wild amber flowers and two yeah. Yeah, I'm just shy. Oh, I'm one shy of all of the dice. Oh, no. <laughs> and you have so much time to make stuff, but I know. God, no. you're having real shitty luck finding things. I yep. can't believe there's two things that the, the percentile's on your side, yep. but you couldn't find it because they're shitty rolls. Yep, they're just bad rolls. That's just the way of it. So I'll keep looking at some point for... Well, more. I suppose I haven't really been taking into account the find, um, find, find plants on that, though. Yeah. Because that would save that. you a lot of time, because you would know whether to like. Which then means you could. Because uh, what's the what's the range on that? I I find, like it's a like mile. a thousand feet or mile. If it's, it, a, it's a mile, that'd be hugely convenient because this these checks are for the foraging checks are within square mile. Let me check here. Find lo- locate plant. Okay, plants and animals. Five miles. Five miles. Oh Jesus. Okay. Mm-hmm. With that in mind, you would know in much. You'd be able to, you'd be able to scour more. Is the thing, you know, you wouldn't have to. You you would just be able to sit there, and go, oh, it's not here, and then go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you advantage. Okay. Then, 
I should probably re re remember that. It's it's less more to locate plants. It, it kind of fucks stuff up a little bit because like how, how does that reconcile with this? Now I, I would say it just lets you rule out areas yeah. faster to give you advantage on areas where it does exist more. You can mm -hmm. spend more time on this. Okay, I know it's in this square mile somewhere. goddammit. it. Mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll give you advantage on that last interval. I can't remember what the other one was. So I'll give you advantage on the last interval on the one. Go ahead and roll okay. another d d twenty. All right, another d twenty. I dare use you again. Mm. It's been good on some things lately, but yeah, not I mean, your plant rolls. Yeah, and this is my plant dice. Oh it's no! Literally, it's literally plants. It's literally plants. Eight. Well, that might be enough. Actually, that's seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Look at that. Uh. <laughs> then you did find, and I, I rolled roll the d. Above I, a ten, damn it! Roll above a ten, damn it! I rolled the d4, and I literally got a, a, a one previously. Mm -hmm. yeah, so I you find that. one hintergold. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Plus one. Do you then want to make your yeah, fancy hintergold? Yeah, I'll make the special right. one, because that, I mean, that is pretty darn useful. Yeah. So, and then there you go. Two. So, you mark off your two valleys blush, your um, two hintergold. Special. Do I have the special one written down here? I don't have a special. Oh, there it is, special hintergold. Plus one. And, and remember, it's 8d4 plus 8, not 8d8 plus 8. Yeah, 84 plus 8. Yeah, because otherwise you'd be... Did I say 88? Uh, I don't know if you did. Okay. I have it in the in past, so... Okay. I, yeah, I guess, but yeah, let's just double everything. No, if you do that, then it's actually quadruple. So yeah. we're not going to do that. So 84 plus 8. Great. There you go. Well, that's good. Okay. Time, time skip was worth it. You made a hint of gold. <sighs> Boom. Good to go. Yep. Fair. I will take it. Groovy. Groovy, groovy. Okay. Okay. Um, can't wait to see what my buddies are doing. Should be fun. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if there are any collaborative things that that will like to be had. I figure that's where we'll start off next mm -hmm. time that we all meet. Is not right at the summit. It's going to be more like what do you? What would you guys have done? We we know what you did separately. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you guys would have done to, together? Um, mm -hmm. and we'll see what's what's said at that point in time. You might spend the, on the whole session doing some shit like that. I, I mm -hmm. don't know. You knowing us probably. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, we're kind of, uh, we chat a lot. Yeah. So, so let's mm -hmm. look at nearing the tail end of you knowing that eventually you'll have to head back to the court city and, and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. um, is there any, uh, is there any location that you would like to specifically be for, at specific times? Like, would you want to be in Heimat for the week up to the, the court, the, up to the, the court city? Do you want to be in, in the, the court city three days before the summit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is there some sort of, or are there events that you want to make sure that you're there for? Or is it pretty just loosey, loosey goosey? Because obviously you spent some time at, in, a bunch of in your home tree mm -hmm. and the face states and all that stuff. But is there any specific times mm -hmm. and locations that you'd want to sync up for any reason. I don't know if there's any that necessarily would matter too much. Sure. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, unless there's something that the others need Norway for specifically. Right. Yeah. So, in which case, I feel like they would probably just tell me. Yeah, as far was. as I know, Rachel has no intent on um, going anywhere except for the court city. It makes sense. Um, and I'm not sure mm -hmm. if Earth has any intent, but I think he wanted to spend a good amount of his time in Hymat. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You can, by all means, do that. Yeah. So, yeah. The only thing was we had mentioned maybe going and visiting uh, Moondance. So, but we have to get, like, 
no one would have to expressly ask Moonseeker about that. Yeah. Essentially. Moonseeker would, would say, let's, let's, mm-hmm. he's doing well enough for now. If, mm-hmm. if his health takes a sharper decline, mm-hmm. uh, she'll let y- you know, she'll, she'll write to mm-hmm. you, but let's not, let's not push the shame more that I think again, again yeah, exactly. people aren't supposed to come, not even elves are supposed to come yeah, and come no here. necessarily like he's not anticipating like I guess he is in Shane Mordai but no one would necessarily mean like oh let's go pop through the tree to Shane Mordai all the right. time but you know and especially if he was ever going to do that he would want to make sure expressly yep. that Moonseeker knew that yep. hey I'm coming yeah so and, and I'll mm-hmm. tell if she if, if Rachel brings it up too you know it's one of those things like if he's going to be truly on his deathbed it might be nice to go there and say good say mm-hmm. goodbye or whatever else but Moonseeker basically says uh He's doing well enough for mm-hmm. for for now. Um, if that time comes, she'll let let you know. Mm-hmm. Let's not uh, you know, let's poke just the get it, get it. let's not let's not poke the undying bear. Yeah. It needs to be not poked. That makes thing. sense. Yeah. That makes. But you don't have to have to worry about you know. Oh, we missed our chance to mm-hmm. ever meet meet, meet um, Moondance mm-hmm. again. Um, Sure. No, it, yeah, because you were basically informed he's not doing all that well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's pretty he's pretty old and mm-hmm. losing Starwind and, and all that stuff. Yeah, Re- well, really, he had a pretty good long life, it sounds like. Yeah, exactly. And he's mm-hmm. amongst friends and family and what he has left and all that stuff. So Exactly. Um, you know, just like basically when old people get, go into decline, when those around them begin to fall and fade. They they follow within usually it, you know they they gotta say when you're really old, when you're really old and you're you know you're an old old grandma and your husband dies, usually you go within the next few years sort of thing. So we're mm-hmm. probably talking in terms of that, not like he's wasting away on a bed of straw <laughs> right now sort of thing. Yep, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, makes sense. Just yep. wanted to check. No, nope. absolutely, absolutely. And now that he has the ability, and obviously probably goes without saying that he's writing to both Moonseeker and Morning sure. Just just trivial, trivial yep. things. Just daily, just to keep correspondence. Yeah, I mean, you have like three quills now. Yep, to, don't you? <laughs> and he's not the only yeah. one. <laughs> and he, yeah, mm-hmm. any time that that you put down roots in a room, mm-hmm. you'll probably set up your three mm-hmm. quills and par- parchment. Yep. Speaking of which, um, without nickel and diming mm-hmm. you oh, yeah. per se, um, no, I, I I know it's uh, let's. It's been a month. Mm-hmm. And you haven't been in Highmont all that much, besides not maybe that starting mm-hmm. week. So it's been it's five weeks. Let's say it's been a month. That's easy. So I know you got some fine wine and and meals for some people. Yep. So let's just make it a general um, sixty gold minimum. You got some wine, so that'd be seventy, um, eighty for hundred. Um, if you're going to get some stuff here. Look, let's just, to be generous about it, and mm-hmm. Norman likes to be generous, mm-hmm. let's just say 120 gold mm-hmm. would be... Um, uh, no, that's actually that's actually too much. That's that's too much, I think, because Norman doesn't necessarily need to live the aristocratic li- lifestyle of up to two gold a day. No one doesn't So let's no. drop that down to 60 gold. Okay. 60 gold is how much you'll spend between buying things here, here, and there, nice meals for Jevin, that, that, mm-hmm. that nice bottle of wine, 
here and there, but I'm mostly living at Norwin's means, like staying at places that are akin to Mark Bond's mm-hmm. uh, Kali will cost him like a silver a, a night, um, mm-hmm. all, all that sort of stuff. Norman okay. has the means to make his own food if he really wants to, um, mm-hmm. plants and all that jazz. So oh, yeah, I think sure. 60 gold for the month is a reasonable sum. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, if you're saying that the, uh, the face dates are kind of like high lined, each of them. Like in, inside. So. Yeah. Is there any, not to keep harping on mm-hmm. this, uh, but if there's a magic shop, you would visit for the scrolls there, if there happens to be. Yeah, there, any magical things would be very, very minor. No mm-hmm. no scrolls. Okay. Um, you you get a say. sense, like, like Amal's shop is mm-hmm. a pretty rare, rare thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Silwood has, has, um, one and the court, the court city obviously has a smattering of them. Even mm-hmm. the even the face states, um, just magic shops are not all that common. They are nice cities, yes. They're nice cities. Yeah, the the, the three face states are nice, yes. Yes. And Norman will as he's like leaving the city, he'll be like, "Where did you get that?" Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> so he'll, he'll spread good. the word about Al Very as he good. goes around. Yes. Yeah. Especially if they don't have magic shops. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they don't. They're just not. I mean, again, yeah. they, they might have very simple things. Again, like more common items, mm-hmm. um, yeah. that, that sort of, but not not anything, that, things that might be fun, but mm-hmm. not anything that would really be relevant and changing. Yes, exactly. I highly doubt that they just go all the way up to I'm past the court city to go yep. there, but you know what? It yeah. does it once a day or something. Yeah. So, might as well do what you can for Al. Unless it's a long rest, I don't know. It's fine regardless. I'll just do it as often as I think. Every three days, yeah. If that can be done every day, yes. So I'll just pop it off as you can see. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You're flying over. <laughs> just like an yeah. errand. Where did you get that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty fun. I like that. Yeah. So. He digs it as well. Mm-hmm. Getting that name out there is a crucial part of your business deal with him. Exactly. He has no real way of verifying that you're doing it other than the fact that uh, people are coming. People are coming. Hopefully. Okay. I think that covers most of my touchstones then. Cool. If you think of if, if, anything uh, that you really want to, want to do or a smaller thing, mm-hmm. uh, just shoot me something on Slack. Yeah. I don't know if this would actually be how it works, but one of the things I was thinking about with if I ever get a hold of the hardest one to get a hold of, which would be the instant summons mm-hmm. thing, is, like, it's cool for, like, oh, I'm going to summon something. It's, like, how often do we want to summon something? But I was, like, well, it would be incredibly useful to attach it to a necklace and to wear the necklace and then give it to somebody who needs to know your location. Because if somebody's holding or wearing the item and you crush the gem, it tells them where you are. Really? Yes. I didn't even know it did that. Yeah, it does that. Hmm. So it can be, like, a, I need to know where Norwin is. And then, you know, if I'm wearing the necklace, it wouldn't teleport the necklace to them. It would be like, oh, Norwin's, like, in Highmont. Interesting. Cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway. But I think it, it does cost a, a, <clears throat> it, yeah, a it sapphire cost, worth a, yeah. a, a thousand, thousand It would be gold. like an emergency, like, I need yeah. to know where Norwin is now. Yeah. yeah. So, but, you know, That's it cool. could be an, an interesting use of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It absolutely a could, of, could like, be. finding your people. But as you said, that being a six-level spell, uh, it would be find. quite hard to find. And there's entire industries based on that, like banking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, yeah, well, never uh, let me have it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, I know. It's tough. should have asked him about that. <laughs> More than came. There's one! <laughs> yeah, he seemed, uh, he seemed something came up. 
thought, yeah, no, I get uh, it. Last moment I get there. It. And I wouldn't bother him with such trivial things. If I meet him again, I might ask him. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, I'll be happy with the what I got from him, which is more than the fucking I was expecting to get from him. Yes, I will uh, get you a sheet for for that. Okay. The, the watch will essentially work as a uh, weapon of, of warning, mm-hmm. um, which you probably know what, what, what that that mm-hmm. does. Um, and a few other small things. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll let you have the sheet, and then you'll mm-hmm. be able to see what it is. Very exciting. Things that will benefit you, but things that will benefit the party mm-hmm. overall if you choose to even tell them that you have it. That's up to you. Yeah, I think we'll see. Because obviously he's trusting me with information and given a propensity to mm, talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I see, where you're, see what you're saying yeah. right there. I'll probably let them know that Commodore Guff is a pretty powerful ally, but I might not go into too terribly many details. Well, that's completely up, not that I up, want to keep to secrets you. from them. Of no, course, no, that's really completely up to you. I know. I'd be like, ah. I know. This is when Norwin be like, mm. and and then and then Josh just pulled the book out and <laughs> said, fucking, and fucking said, this is the guy. You're looking at this guy right here with all of his crazy clockwork shit. Oh, God, it was the craziest, craziest thing, thing ever. I shit my pants everywhere, and I sat in it for three more hours. Yep. It was it was crazy. I can't believe, believe Josh didn't smell it. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. He did. <laughs> oh, he did. No, all right. So good. Cool, man. 